is Jim, and it's time for quite possibly the final WW Free. It is currently March 26th, 2021 at 7.04 p.m. I have Bill here with me. How are you doing, Bill? I'm doing good, Jim. We are just hours away from the debut of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, myself and Bill. But first, on that road, we have this episode episode of ww free and joining us also for this episode of ww free angry cooter how are you doing i am awesome guys thanks for having me all right so i asked both of you to give me three wrestlemanias that are currently being offered for free on the wwe network and (laughs) i also were good (laughs) i also gave three as well and the way i was going to work this out is if two or if one of ours matched that would be the one that we did um two of mine and bill's matched (laughs) and so with that in mind cooter it's going to be your choice to go between the two that me and bill both agreed on for those that want to know the entire list mine was wrestlemania 1 wrestlemania 24 and wrestlemania 35 bill's was wrestlemania 5 WrestleMania 24 and WrestleMania 35 and Cooters was WrestleMania 4, WrestleMania 29 and a very weird WrestleMania 37 night too. <laughs> well, I was trying to make it an easy night for you guys. Come on. That's the <laughs> shortest one on the list. Well, that it's is true. <laughs> I, I picked WrestleMania 1 because I thought that was the shortest one on the list. Well, 35 is five hours. That could hurt. What were the other ones? No, uh, you're, the choice is between 35 and 24 for you. We're going to have you choose that it got down to the final two here. Because me and Bill both agreed on 24 and 35 on our list. So it's between you know, those let's, two. Let's, let's do 24 because, you know what, I mean, I could talk about 35 all day since I was in the press box, but, you know. Okay, so while we all set up, remember to put no uh, captions on. Um, uh, uh, yeah, closed captioning. And get to the first second of the WrestleMania 24 show. While we all make our way there, let's give some background on why we chose what we did. For me, very easy. I think WrestleMania 1 is actually shorter than night 2 of WrestleMania 37. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, And then 24, well, I'll explain why I picked it. And then 35, I was going for the, oh, it's the last one that had fans. So let's do that bill give us your reasoning for wrestlemania 5 and 35 okay with wrestlemania 5 i just thought it's a complete random show but it's kind of fun to watch um and of course hogan and savage is the main event with 35 i actually liked that show and i didn't see it live when it happened i watched it the next day because i was coming back from new york city so that's why I chose 35. You were at 35. I was not at 35. I was at the Ring of Honor show in Madison Square Garden the night before. Oh, I'm more jealous. Oh, God. Uh, and Cooter, how about you? I, I'm curious. Are, are either of you having a trouble, problem with that? Never mind. It now started playing. Um, Cooter, uh, what were your reasoning for your three? Let's see. I picked 29 because it was another one that I was at. I picked four because I always liked the tournament and obviously 37 just because it was what I thought would have been shorter. And I would have enjoyed watching uh, 
that Bray Wyatt seeing the garbage. Because, I mean, with, <sighs> with such trashy pay-per-views comes really, really great commentary. Mm-hmm. And, and that would have been fun for us. I, I truly believe that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here we go. I'm on one second. Are both of you on one second on WrestleMania 24? Yes. Yes. All right. So we're going to go press play in five, four, three, two, one, play. So like I said, it is right now 7.08 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on uh, March 26th. And when we're recording this and we're looking at WrestleMania 24, the this was the first show, and you could tell training, this is the first show that um, started their now regular WrestleMania in a stadium, I believe, mm-hmm. right? I think so. 23 was in a regular arena. Was this in the uh, the bowl over there in Florida? This was in Florida, and I guess this is a good time to, to say why um, myself and Bill chose this as one of our three. You want to go first, Bill? This was just a fun WrestleMania from beginning to end. It's almost in my top ten of WrestleManias. It's mm. just a fun show. All right, and for me, I was at this show. So oh, wow. I was, and I, and to be honest with you, I think this is, in my opinion, and to be fair, I didn't, I haven't watched a bunch of WrestleManias in the last couple of years. Um, this is the one I'm like, was this the last great one that I saw? Mm-hmm. Again, I have not watched a lot of WrestleManias, probably past 28. Um, mm. You know, I would see things here or there, or listen to things, and especially in the last. I mean, I think. Last year's WrestleMania um, was the first WrestleMania I saw in full since, I believe, WrestleMania 28. Mm. Wow. And the only, reason that, the only reason I watched that is because I had COVID. And, I, and literally nothing else was going on in the world because of the pandemic. Um, so, you know, under other circumstances, I don't think I would have watched last year's WrestleMania. Let's talk about the format real quick for this show. So this is going to be a four-hour show because WrestleMania 24 clocks in at roughly three hours and 49 minutes. Um, So for this hour, we're going to be bringing our regular topics of wrestling and non-wrestling. The second hour, more of the same. The third hour, focusing on this year's WrestleMania. And then the final hour, kind of like discussing... um, for me, you know, what is really driving me away from wrestling again, uh, why I'm going to take a break, what could bring me back. And if there's anything that you two want to add that, like, is there something that would make you leave or are you close to doing that right now? Um, so with that in mind, Cooter, why don't you start us off with a topic as we just saw John Legend performing I guess America the Beautiful, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, it was America the Beautiful. What, what, what kind of topics in the first hour are we doing here? <laughs> Freeform, like our usual um, show. It's not till the third hour when there's actually a format. All right. Well, since they – why is it you always think that they picked America the Beautiful and not the national anthem? That's an interesting first topic. All right. Um, Bill, what do you think? I think because – and this is just a guess – I think Vince likes America the Beautiful more, probably feels it's more patriotic than the Star Spangled Banner. Mm. I'm 
I'm leaning towards which one do you think is the more singy soul? Hmm. Because you for America, the views go, go America, America. And then the stars, the like, I don't, I feel like this is that's the more singy one, right? Would I would guys, think so, yeah. And I think that's part of it because he wants the, whoever to perform to get everyone impressed by the vocal skills of whoever's going to do it. Oh, I have a different theory. Sure, what's your theory? Before any televised event. They always do the Star Spangled Banner. They what always do you mean, tele- you mean sporting televised sporting events? Well, well, any 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 televised WWE event, I should say, like Raw or SmackDown. If you're going to a live event uh, for for anything WWE, they always do mm-hmm. the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, it's like true. okay, okay, it's that one time a year where we're gonna do something different, and that is America the Beautiful, and I and I I completely respect that, and I think that's a uh, a pretty damn good reason. That's fair. I, I I could probably buy into that. Um, okay, so I don't think that obviously that wasn't a long topic. So we'll give you another one. What's your next topic? All right. Let's, or do let's... you want Bill to go first? I, I don't know if you're not ready. Oh now. no, I, 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 I've got plenty. I mean, if we're, we we can we can go. What is your top five WrestleManias? Okay. Okay. Uh, very hard for me, but Bill, why don't you take this one first? I'm sure you probably right. have. It, um. Actually, I I have my journal. You have a journal? Yeah, I have a journal because I did this list like a couple years ago. Do you oh, write great. your journal? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I, I I'm not like Doug Funny. <laughs> Alright, so this would have been about four or five years ago. I did this list. Okay. So, okay. okay. Uh, this is. Big news today. So here's my question to you. <laughs> <laughs> what made you wake up one day and you're like, I'm going to make a journal of my... Well, I, is it just the top five WrestleManias or did you like go list crazy or something? I, I just did top ten. Okay. But what made you want to wake up and do this? Um, I think I was going to be on somebody's podcast and it was like... Oh, what are you know like? Can you come up with a list of your ten favorite WrestleManias? So, like, I wrote down like a certain amount. I didn't write all of them, obviously. And then I just went from there to pick the ten. And then, so, so yeah, I think this is about five years ago. This list. Okay. All right. So it won't include any of the last five years of WrestleMania, then. Probably not. No. Okay, that's fair. Of course, like I said, it could probably, like, this list could change, you know. In a heartbeat, right. Could, yeah. Uh, number five, I have WrestleMania 31. I just thought it was a fun show with that ending, especially. What was the main event? That was Roman and Brock and Seth cashed in. Oh, yes, okay. Number four, WrestleMania 7. Which I just love that show. I mean, I mean, you got Warrior Savage and Hogan. Hogan Slaughter's kind of a fun match. Three, the now controversial WrestleMania Six. Right. I'm sure one of you are going to bring that up later. Wait, WrestleMania Six is controversial. 
Well, oh, you don't know that? Well, well, I'm sure Bill will bring it up later. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably bring it up a little later. We'll talk about that later. Let's stick with this one, though. Yeah. Okay, okay. Or uh, if Peter wants to bring it up later, you can too. But anyway, go ahead, Bill. Number, <laughs> my number two is WrestleMania 30. I mean, that was like, that was the Daniel Bryan show, and that crowd was amazing. Made me kind of <sighs> jealous that I didn't go to that one. Oh, that I, was Hogan's famous botchamania right yes. at the beginning. <laughs> because I had gone, because I had gone to uh, the Silver Dome, brother. I I had gone to the to the to the one in the Giant or not Giant Stadium, MetLife Stadium the year before. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna joke with you and say they robbed me of my America the Beautiful moment because instead of that I got Chris Christie there. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Because I think it was, like, after Hurricane Sandy. Um, and my number one is WrestleMania three. That's just, like, the top WrestleMania for me. It just, just tremendous show from beginning to end. Even the bad matches are fun to watch. Mm. Mm. All, All right. right, so for me, first off, the number one will probably always be... WrestleMania 17, for sure. Mm. Um, I, all the rest of them that I'm about to say are probably going to be interchangeable uh, or even changed at some points in my life because I always, as Bill can attest to, I always say that I'm very hard to, it's very hard for me to pick a favorite of anything because my tastes change almost constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll say WrestleMania 20 as well. That's definitely up there, um, which I was at that one too. Because that was at the garden. Um, let's see. What would I say after that? Um, probably. Uh, this one's probably up there now that I'm thinking about it. I remember really liking this event um, for a number of reasons, which we'll probably get into as the event goes on. That's three. Uh, let's see. I'm just thinking. I feel like I liked WrestleMania 12. So that's four. Again, not in those are in right. just WrestleMania 17. Right, just 17, number one. Right. I feel like I also liked WrestleMania 23. Oh, that is a good one. Ooh. Ooh, you make me want to change my list right now, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, it's too bad because you're up, so you better make some tough decisions real quick here. Oh, man, see, I, I'm a plain Jane. Uh, I can't go... I couldn't pick five. I had to pick six. But... Two of them are for the same reason. 29, because I was the first, that was my first one in the crowd. And it's tied with 35 because I was in the press box, like I said before, with Credo. Uh, just two completely different experiences than watching it on TV. Uh, just just really, really cool for me. Okay, I would uh, like to ask you something about WrestleMania 35 after your list. So go okay. Ahead. Okay. Uh, let's see. So I put that at, at the five spot. Um, the four spot, I got, um, WrestleMania eight. It's the first one I ever ordered in my house. Oh, it's such a fun show. Yes. And, and you know what? That was the first double main event and you had Hogan and Sid. And that was that really crappy return of the warrior where he looked like he hadn't, (laughs) you know, he looked like a flat tire, you know? (laughs) Uh, oh, and then of course you had that classic savage and flair match. To me, that's got to be Flair's best WWE match 
ever. I mean, just from top to bottom, I really, I can still watch that on a regular basis. Anyway, um, at three, I put WrestleMania seven, just like Bill did, because that really is the first one I ever saw. And I must have watched it 300 times. A buddy of mine broke his leg and we recorded it for him. And I would go to the hospital because he was in the hospital for six weeks with the pin in his leg. And he'd always make me watch this show every fucking time. <laughs> but I mean, that just also led into like that was the, the build up for the first pay-per-view I ever ordered at my house was SummerSlam 91. So you had that Virgil and, and a Million Dollar Man first match with Piper was training him. And then you had the Hogan and Slaughter. Um just a fun card, like Bill said. It really mm-hmm. was. Great storytelling in that event. And uh, number two, WrestleMania 17. I mean, come on. That, that goes, you know, you don't even need to explain that. All I got to say is Hardy's, Edge and Christian, and the Dudleys, game over. Right. Forget everything else, even though the rest of that card, top to bottom, is awesome. But, I mean, come on. Especially and- the gimmick battle royal. Yes. Listen, listen, Bubba. Uh, Iron Sheik, number one. Ah. I remember being so excited for that gimmick battle royal. By the way, but so by the time happy. Iron Sheik gets to the ring, it'll be WrestleMania 37. I don't care. I don't care. I'm a Sheik fan from day one. I always thought he was hilarious, even back then. Uh, oh, number one for me is WrestleMania 18, and people think that I'm 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 a, a, a dick for that, but that just had great matches on there. Rock vs. Hogan, in my opinion, is arguably one of the best told matches story-wise. Not necessarily like, you know, in-ring work. But, I mean, they told an amazing story in that match. And not to mention, Flair vs. Undertaker, to me, is one of the most, you know, underrated matches ever. I just love... Arn Anderson coming in in that match, and there's just there was just so much other fun stuff on that card. So two things. I'm gonna get to my question for you in a second, but mm-hmm. just listening to you talk, I realized that I probably that I would want to switch one of mine. Which one? So I want to put in WrestleMania 10 mm. because that was actually my first WrestleMania, and it was a pretty damn good show. Absolutely. And because mm-hmm. I, so for that, I, I'd probably take out 23 and put 10 in. That's fair. Um, and then my question for you in your WrestleMania 35 experience was, were you stranded there? Oh, hell no. If, okay, oh, so you, t- no. you didn't have to rely on public transportation. I have a, a big shadow bag. I'll send you guys a picture later. But I still have my, my press badge and my parking pass. I, I could literally spit on the building for, from where I got to park. I, that, that's to me. That's what I remember hearing from WrestleMania 35, the um, the public transportation situation. And that's I remember saying, "Thank you." Thing I drove because I was at a, a hotel right around the corner. Mm-hmm. I when I went for 29, I stayed in the same hotel and I walked from there. But you know, because we had to take in all the camera equipment because I was on the floor for the pre-show mm-hmm. uh, filming B-roll and. When we made our way up to the press box for the rest of the event, like, you know, we just had to keep all we had to go back to the car, put all our stuff away because they wouldn't let us bring all our stuff up there. And it was just, you know, but by the time we got out, 
we were so close to the to the exit and we weren't in general admission parking we could just go wherever we wanted and we literally hit the highway i was back at my hotel in 12 minutes right yeah, like I said, that was the big story because I remember the next day in work, uh, people talking about it. And I was like, you know what? If, because I had read, like, WWE was blaming New Jersey Transit. New Jersey Transit was blaming WWE. I'm like, you know what? These two fucking companies deserve each other. <laughs> Anyone well, knows me, who knows me? It was five plus hours. Well, I know. That's which is why you probably didn't choose it for tonight. Um <laughs> Uh, but I was like, there's a great card. But by the time you got to the main event, like even everybody in the building was spent. I mean, it's five hours. Like that's mm. a long ass time. Not to mention if you really were there for the whole time, you're like doing pre-show and well, the I, I assume there was a dark hours, match. Dude. It was I like, mentioned it was like a dark match. A dark match. There were two battle royals and that was the cruiserweight title match was on the pre-show. Okay. Um, by the way, so I barely remember the feud between JBL and Hornswoggle, but I actually am enjoying this this hardcore match. It's it's pretty good. Uh, that was a good spot, getting, oh. getting, getting just whacked in the head. Um, okay, so Bill, why don't you give us a topic? Okay. So, WWE this week, and I didn't even know they did this until like two days ago. They did a list of the top 50 female wrestlers like from 1993 on. Mm-hmm. And they came out today, the 26th of March, with their top five. Um, I have the list in front of me. Okay, let's do just the top... Oh, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, let's let's do the top five because there are like some spots, some women on here, and I'm like, are, should they really be that high? But, right, I, okay. I'm sure I'm gonna have a problem with this list. I'm, I don't yeah. even know what's on it. Again, this is from 1993. I mean, I'll say right, I'm. It's from what? Play it again. 93 on. Okay, so I'm sure, like for me, two people that should be in the top five are China and Sable. I want to punch you right in the head right now. What? <laughs> Sable as a top five. You're going to tell me that she wasn't as over as some of the biggest stars of the Attitude Era at that Pause. Time? Pause. I'm not talking about as a wrestler. Is that what this is? Is it wrestlers or just biggest? So I'm assuming yeah, how, Sonny's not the, on this list? What's, what's the criteria for the list? So is Sonny not on this list then? Because if that's the case, then Sonny's not on the list. It's the 50 greatest women superstars. What does that mean? Once again, WWE being big as hell. That's exactly. what I'm saying. Does that include just people who are just managers? Because if you're going by just wrestling, I'll definitely agree with you, Cooter. But if you're going right. by, like, draws and whatnot, then Sonny and Sable better be on the top ten. Okay, that, that, that I'll agree with you in. But, you know, like, again, WWE and their well, I'm sure Becky Lynch is on the top ten. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't even know. Some, I guarantee you I'll think, like, at least seven of the top ten are bullshit. I guarantee you, I guarantee you that that asshole, what's her name? Ronda Rousey is in the top five, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want to punch a baby. All right, so look, there's a lot of pressure on you, Bill, right now, because you're about to have two angry people. Yes. And you're the one that brought up this topic, so it's all your fault. Because yep. then I'm going to talk about something happy, like something on HBO Max or something. So 
Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Here's their top five. Five is Asuka. Mm. She should be on the top five of all time. Okay, I'm already mad. Four, China. Should be higher. Okay. Three, Becky Lynch. What a shock. Oh, yeah, really? That means she's coming back soon. Two, Charlotte Flair. Okay. Oh, five. I don't know if I'd say top five. I think she should be up there, though. Like, yeah. in general, like a high number. Right. One, Trish Stratus. I'm not mad at this list. She is, I still say Trish Stratus is like one of the most overrated ones. Like, in of all time. All right, just I definitely don't, I think she should be up there. I just don't think one, but I'm also not surprised on the way this company, like, kind of touts her all the time. Okay, to bring up some names that you guys brought up. Yes. Ron, Ronda Rousey, number nine. Oh, so she was close. Mm-hmm. For a fucking year, she was in the business for a cup of fucking coffee. <laughs> Sable, number 16. Should be higher. Uh, number 23, Stephanie McMahon. So it's like I said, we don't know. It, based on what I'm hearing here, it seems just like in general, not just wrestling. Because right. Stephanie McMahon would be nowhere on this list then. And Well, Sonny is not on this list. Okay. That's not a shocker. And the Bella Twins, number 26. I, you know, I'm not mad at this. Because I am. What, what was, what, who was the, five is Asuka, arguably, as dominant as she was that's in NXT. Past 1993? No, I mean, that's I would put, the only I would one I would over Asuka. I agree with that. Hey, I look who it is. No, no, I know. I would say, I would say Lita over... Over Becky Lynch. Here's a more important woman on the screen right now. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Here's a well, question. I totally forgot that this whore was on WrestleMania. Hey, at least at least she doesn't say the dumbest thing on this entire show. Raven Simone does later. Here's a question. Oh my god. Is this the first year, because I don't remember being in WrestleMania 23, that there's a host slash hostess? Oh, that's a good question. Was there one for 25? Mm, I want to say no. I'm pretty sure there was one for 26. I just don't remember who it was. Right. I was going to say, I thought maybe Kim Kardashian uh, was the trailblazer in hostess, host slash hostesses. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, at least she's better than who the fuck they're bringing in this year. <laughs> um, that okay. is, tell me how funny that is. Come on. That that that's gotta be a fucking joke right there. You have Titus O'Neil. Well, look, hold on. Before we get into that, that's look, that's later. That's hour okay. number three. Okay. I want because I want to be talking about non-wrestling topics in a little bit here. Joma, uh, what Joe, What do you think about the um of the list? You know, I I can't complain with Trish at number one. I'm not gonna complain. The only if I had a complaint, it's just where they put some women ahead of others, but it's not really a big deal. Plus, like you said, it's WWE. They change their list like every five minutes anyway. That list so. is just as credible as the WWE Hall of Fame. Right. Ouch. I mean it's true. No credentials, no brief qualification, no voting system. What do you want? Alright. Right. New I'm I'm gonna tell you though, on that list, the only one I'm mad at is Becky. As a, and I agree. You gotta put. You have to have Lita in your top five. I'm not even mad at Charlotte because 
when you look at what she's done, if is women's wrestling going to be as popular as it is without her today? I'm going to say no. Question, is Moolah on the list or no because of the what was going on with her? She's too busy mm. pimping hoes. And she yeah, was, she's not on the which list. Which is probably why Sonny's not there. So at the very least, we can say this list is political. All right. But, but you so, got to remember, Moolah wasn't wrestling in 93. Right. Oh, but you know what? They were, you're, If you're counting everybody who was just like like Stephanie on TV, I see what you're saying. Because her and Mae Young, is Mae Young on the list? No, she wasn't. Really? Nice. Another another bullshit list. Okay, look, let's move on here. Um, so I just was curious if either of you saw or even into, and even it's weird I'm going to bring this up because I'm kind of not into it, but I decided to watch the trailer earlier today of Suicide Squad. Are either of you interested? And did you see that? And I got to tell so that's the first part of this. Do either of you like that kind of stuff? Suicide of course. I well, are we talking about the the new movie or the the new one? The, there was a trailer that was released literally earlier today. I haven't seen it, but I'm very interested because I actually like the one that was in the movies beforehand, the older one. Okay, because I watched it and I was kind of like, eh, I don't know if I like this, but I don't think I really. No, I did see the first one. I'm sorry, I don't remember too much of it, but I saw the first one. Mm. Um, are you, what is your level of interest then, Cooter, for the new Suicide, suicide Squad? Um, high, medium, low? Anything DC, because I, uh, I'm a, a, a big collector when it comes to just all Marvel and all DC movies, but I'm more of the, I like the, the DC animated stuff is really great, but because of, you know, the Snyder cut, it makes me have hope that they're going to try to do a better job with some of these DC movies. Um, I wasn't mad at the first one. I didn't think it was a, a terrible movie. We had some great performances from Will Smith and Margaret Robbie. Uh, Jared Leto, I mean, that was lackluster. But again, he made up for it in the cut, in the Snyder cut. So I'm, I'm very curious about what they're going to do because I haven't seen the trailer yet. Uh, but I, I'm, I got high hopes for it. I really do. Okay. Uh, Bill, I'm assuming you don't have any interest in the DC movies? Well, I haven't seen the trailer. Um, I, I do want to see the trailer. Um, as far as the movies go, I, I got to be honest. The first Suicide Squad I thought looked good because Will Smith was in it. And, you know, he has times where he's very good in movies. Margot Robbie, like Cooter said, she's... One, she's just very good. She's just very, very good. Um, Jared Leto, it could go either way as far as like if I would watch it with him or not. I'm not really that picky. Um, but I mean, like I, I have seen some of like the Marvel movies. I do want to see Wonder Woman 84 just to see if it's as bad as everyone says it yeah, is. I feel like part of that reason, and I don't know if I might have even brought this up to Cooter or someone who was on a previous WWE free. Um, I think part of the reason, because I'm in that camp of like, I didn't like the new Wonder Woman, was it got released the same day as Pixar's Soul. Right, I remember that. And Soul was so good. And I think my mistake was I watched Soul first. And I know it's not, in, in theory, it's not fair to compare the two because they're, they don't reached the same genre but they did get released on the same day and can be accessible easily 
to watch back and back to you know back to back. Um, so I don't know if I would have felt differently if maybe I would have watched Wonder Woman first and then Soul. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I've heard that the uh, and I don't remember if I've seen it. The first one was way better. Cooter, what? What's your oh, history yeah. with Wonder Woman? Yeah. So the the first Wonder Woman movie was was incredible. It's probably the best out of all the DC movies. I mean, okay. you could make the argument. I mean, like all the DC movies that have come out, you figure you've had Man of Steel, which was which was okay. You've had Batman vs Superman. You had Justice League, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman two. You had Aquaman. You had Shazam. But arguably, the first Wonder Woman's probably, if not top two. And nobody will argue that. The second one, it depends who you ask. I really enjoyed the second one because it wasn't typical in a sense where, um, like, I don't want to do a spoiler, you know, ending, but it it just proves it. You don't need, like, the huge knockout fight at the end. And it it, it basically said, like, people can, you don't need a superhero to be the hero. People themselves can be heroes. Right. Okay. And I enjoyed that because it was something different as opposed to the same knockout, drag-out affair. Okay, that's fair. Uh, the one thing I also want to bring up here is what you mentioned a little bit. Um, but before I do that, so right now we're looking at uh, Money in the Bank. This would probably be only the fourth Money in the Bank at is this that point. Who I think it is? Oh, you know who I thought that was? <laughs> For some reason, I thought that was uh, Benoit. <laughs> Um, one thing I like, really like about this event that I'm noticing now is that uh, I don't know if why, but I like the setup of how it looks and also how you slowly, I guess this could really be said for all the other events that are in an outside stadium, but how it quickly, not quickly, but how it's like little by little going tonight. Mm-hmm. Like the JBL match was you know what's crazy? Up, like crazy. You know what else is crazy? Look how many people are still in WWE. I would say that's a problem. Let's see. MVP. I did, I did. Yeah. Morrison. Morrison. Uh, but, and you know what's kind of even worse about Shelton. that? Yeah. Shelton. Is, it's not like they're different right now either. Is Carlito still? Is he with him or is it the Rumble just his, that one-off? I think... I think it was a one-off. I thought he came back for some one thing. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe a war two or something. But which, like, by yeah. the way, it should be mentioned. I I believe we have a an actual SmackDown happening tonight live. Yeah. So maybe we'll check in with the results of that as the night goes on, because nice. we're still on for another like three and a half hours. Um, and a Ring of Honor pay per view, but I think that might end after we're done. But mm-hmm. we'll check in. I'd like to do that, Bill. If you can keep an eye on those two events as they okay. as they happen. Um, oh, this is a good spot. I oh yes. Oh yes. I would not want to be the guys. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. Like, where is that even landing? All right. So anyway, going back to the Justice League, um, I want to talk to you a little bit about the Snyder Cut. Now, I have not watched it, and quite frankly, when I heard it was four hours long. Really don't do not want to watch it. You do. I know. I really do not. I don't like. A, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of a long movie. It doesn't that's feel the, like it. That's why. Well, did you see? Did you? All right. 
Which... I didn't see the original either, to be fair. Okay. But here's what I'm going to bring up from someone that hasn't seen neither of them. Because I know the general consensus is that the Snyder Cut is way better. It's like, it did so many things right. Um, and I remember someone in work told me, the like, yeah, there's better character development. And I was like, for four fucking hours, there better be better character development. Well, here's what you have to remember. HBO was smart. Because I didn't sit there and watch it all in one. You know, like... Well, well, see, see, but that's see. I hate that because I know motherfuckers who will sit there and say, "Oh my god, that movie's too long." But it'll be the same asshole that I watch a whole fucking season of Cobra Kai in a sitting. So yeah, but those are different because each each episode. Now I've not watched Cobra Kai, so I'm not going to vouch for that one. But usually, usually in a TV show, there's some kind of cliffhanger at the end leading into the next episode, whereas a movie, you're still building up towards that ending. To me, it's very different. They broke it up into six parts. What do you mean by that? So, like, each thing's a file? Like, a separate file? No, but, like, they 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 made marks in... Like, you could fast-forward to another chapter. You know, you could stop it whenever you want, but the point of it is, like, I stopped watching it after the first three chapters in one day and okay. watched the second three chapters okay. the next day. See, I didn't know that, so that makes it a little bit more watchable, I yeah, think. It's more powerful. I felt like I was more watching, like, 45-minute episodes. If right, okay. So it made it more palatable. That, that because I would agree with you, um, did you, here, here's, here's going to be my critique on it, because, sure, sure. did you watch Batman vs. Superman? Yes, and I did not like it. Most people don't. I am also one of those people. However, this movie and this cut of it actually makes that movie better. Now, here's the other thing that I was going to bring up. Do you know why I say that, though? Why? Well, you well I feel like you, you, you might. I feel like I wouldn't get it because I didn't watch Justice League. No, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Have you? Did you watch Infinity War? Yes. And you've seen Endgame. Yes. Is Endgame as good of a movie if the end of Infinity War isn't so dark? I agree with that, 100%. That's what this movie does for Batman vs. Superman. Okay. That It turns it literally into an Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's my other criticism. This is more, not so much against... I don't really know what it is against, but basically my thing is that so many people are like easy, they're like, yeah, the Snyder Cut's the best, but like part of me is wondering... I, who's the other guy that did the, the regular, the first one? What's his Josh name? Whedon. Is is it fair to Josh Whedon though? Because, like, what if he had two additional hours, and vice versa? Like, would this would Zack Snyder's cut be? It'd be one thing if it was only like a fifteen minute like addition. Like, okay, that's easily comparable, but that's two fucking hours. Like, I don't think it's fair to critique unless, and there's no way we'll ever see it because, quite frankly, it's not financially. There's no financial gain in having mm-hmm. Snyder cut, do a cut that's two hours long, and we didn't do a, you know, a cut that's four hours long. Well, here's the other argument, okay? Because before you had the first Avengers movie, you had Iron Man's one, two, you had Hulk, you had Captain America, and you had Thor. Separate movies that developed those characters. You're literally walking into Justice League with no backstory of Flash, Aquaman, or Cyborg. And that's the problem where, 
you you had all that, and there's so many throwaway movies in the Marvel Cinematic right. Universe. Yeah. If this was part of the cam where you went, Man of Steel, uh, Batman vs Superman, and the Snyder Cut, in my opinion, it's just as good as Phase One of Marvel, and and people will, will shit on me for that. Sure. But but you know what? I don't really give a fuck because. They had all they, they had hours and, and tons of movies to build up their their major one. You had two movies to build up Justice League. You can't have a major team up movie when you've only really introduced three of the characters. I agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. And and the other thing that is hard, and I don't know if Bill, I'll get you chime in here in a second about like, you know, if what you've known about Justice League and if there's any interest in you to watch it. But let's see, the thing that always bothered me with DC is like and you know, kind of doing like the Marvel comparison. You know, Iron Man is Iron Man for the most part. It's same played by the same person and there you know the movies that you need to know going in there. Whereas I feel like with DC, like I guess the Flash is we're not a good example, but some of these people have TV shows. Some of them aren't even played by the same actors. It gets confusing as someone that's... I don't consider myself the biggest superhero movie fan. Like, I'll watch it and, you know, pick and choose. But, like, overall, I get, like, confused. Like, okay, am I... Is, is the show The Flash? Like, is that canon for The Flash in the movies? And it's two it's separate very confusing. Yeah. It's t- for person that's like not super invested in it's it gets a little confusing and i think that's usually at least my problem but you know it's funny dc dc has that relationship with cw and the arrowverse and all that stuff mm-hmm. and they did their huge uh crossover event last year but they had so many cameos because they did crisis on infinite earths which is like it's like their giant huge storylines where all their multiverses come together as one and mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. you actually had a cameo from Ezra Miller who plays the Flash in the movies on that because it's like there's a different Flash on on multiple different Earths. You know what I'm saying? So they they just used him as another Flash from a different Earth and just a quick cameo. But you had cameos from all sorts of fucking DC movies. So I get what you're saying. It's all confusing, but you just got to look at it as as it's a separate universe and. If if I had to argue over which one I like better, I couldn't even make a decision because I'm very invested in a lot of the CW shows. Right. Yeah, and then trust me, I'm not I'm definitely not putting like Marvel, you know, as like, oh, they're not doing anything wrong. I'm sure I could point to a couple of things. And by the way, I'm noticing as this match is going on, I don't I guess it's this match I'm noticing it more, though like it seems to be night is coming. It's getting darker. Yeah, it's definitely getting darker. <laughs> Um, Bill, chime in. What your thoughts okay. on Marvel, the Justice League, any of the stuff that we're talking about? One of the things you guys brought up, and it was a great point, was how Marvel is able to develop in their movies, like the characters, for like the first time you see them. And I'll even go farther back, and I know I'll probably get laughed at, but I don't really care. The first set of Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. Okay. Like that first one. I mean, un- unless you had been in a coma and you didn't know what it was, it's like, oh, here's Peter Parker, you know, his Aunt Ruth and Uncle Ben, and you get to see, like, how 
you know, he becomes Spider-Man and how he gets the powers and all that. And then, like, the second one, which is my favorite of the original trilogy, Mm. the second Spider-Man, is so good. And it's like, now you kind of understand, like, he's really more into Mary Jane and it's almost like they're an item. And then at the end when it's like he's, or she's supposed to get married, she doesn't. And they end up being an, I, you know, being a couple and it was so good. And then I'll even throw in another one, Spider-Man into the spider verse, which was a really good movie. I didn't want to see that. I've never seen it. So good. It is so good. Like I saw it twice. And I saw it with the second time I saw it with my nephew Michael, and he had wanted to see it. And you know, it yeah, it's PG thirteen, but it's not a bad PG thirteen. It's one of those like there's like one or two scenes that could make it PG thirteen, but it's like nowhere near where it'd be like, oh, this could have been an R rated movie. And even the second time is so fun to watch because you have all the different Spider-Mans and their, you know, origin stories. And there's even a couple of like funny spots in the movie, like with Spider-Ham, which I thought was good. Yeah. Oh, I just want to break with this on uh, uh, John Morrison uh, climbing this ladder here. Oh, 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 oh God. Oh. All right, go oh, ahead. God. I also that Matt Hardy had done a run in. I forgot that Matt Hardy was feuding with MVP for such a long time. What a pop he got. Yeah. All right, continue, Bill, please. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like with Marvel, like that's, I think, always been, and, and I haven't seen all of them, but I've seen a, a good a good number to, you know, recognize when they do a first movie or even a second movie they can develop the character so well. And a a perfect example would be in Guardian of the Galaxy Volume 2 with the main villain, with Kurt Russell. And, you know, how he and... um, I can't remember the character. Star-Lord. Yeah, Star-Lord. Thank you. Like, I'm your father. And then, you know, you watch the whole movie and then he talks about how he had to kill his mother and i'm like you son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) it's like you piece of shit you know um as far as the dc movies go like yeah it's kind of hard because they had a little bit of a good run with the batman trilogy with christian bale as batman um then they hit like the slump really until about Aquaman and then Wonder Woman was really the one that got him out of the slump. Um, but as far as like, you know, the development of characters, I, I think Marvel does a better job, but if DC can get a couple of movies in a row where they can do a good job of, either developing new characters, you know, in, like, the sequels, or even, you know, say, like, uh, I'm trying to think, like, maybe another Aquaman movie, then maybe they might be able to get some good movies going. Right. I mean, I feel, I almost feel like it needs to be, like, I don't know if this is the right word, but for the common person to show more goodwill, like, hey, this movie is great, and you get a string of, like, people saying four movies are great, and... 
I think they'll get more recognition, or maybe that's just me. I don't know. Well, to me, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what I think because they, they, what DC does very well uh, is is their animated films. All right, and and a number of years ago, they they did like uh, like Flashpoint, which was a big Flash storyline that changed the complete DC universe. Mm-hmm. And when they did this, they did they did all they've had. It's probably been like six or seven years, but there's been Batman movies, Teen Titan movies, and they kind of just ended that series of that like era. And when you look at it, it's like, holy, it's, it's one giant complete story from, from all these different angles. They do very well at the, the character development of that. I have a feeling that when they finally do their Flash movie and they do the Flashpoint, which is kind of like a reset or a reboot or whatever you want to call it, that's when you're going to start seeing new people playing certain characters. And I, and I think that they're going to try to do the franchise off, uh, you know, give it a fresh a fresh start. I think that's what it needs at this point. Unless they can get Snyder and all these original people to do, you know, the parts that they were... That's the one difference between Disney and Warner. Disney is super good at retaining all their people. Look at all the people yes. they retained yep. over, what is it, a 12 or 14 year period? Yeah, it's like they signed them for X amount of movies, but then that movie might not be made for like five years. One of yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like they did a great job of retaining these people. Whereas they did a good job with the contracts. That's what it all comes how to. How many yeah. people did they lose? I could tell you one. Terrence <sighs> Howard, and that was it from the first Iron Man movie. Okay. They switched Rhodey. I can't think of... And oh, and maybe the girl who played uh, uh, Jane and Thor, but she's coming back for the third one, so they got fucking Natalie Portman back. Right. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck? They did such a better job. That was the problem. I think if they let Snyder do his vision the way he wanted to, it would have been it just let you, you had to see if they if they would have seen it to the end, it would have been a better result. <laughs> Well, I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, does this Flash movie that you're talking about have a date? Do we know if it's getting made or are we in early production? I, I know it's getting made, and what's what's interesting is um, did COVID stop it for X amount of time? Like, where where is it at? Well, here's what I know. I I know that Michael Keaton is actually involved with this because it's like mm. like Flashpoint deals with like Barry Allen running back in the time to try to save his mom. But and by doing that, he changes the timeline. Okay. So, so in that story, um, Bruce Wayne dies and Thomas Wayne becomes a drunk Batman who loves to use guns. <laughs> and his wife, Martha, doesn't die. She ends up becoming the Joker. So it's like he, fu- he when he gets back to his oh, that's time, weird. Okay. he's like, oh, that's fucked up. So imagine who's the guy who plays... Um, the guy in The Walking Dead uh, who plays Negan. Oh. You know yeah, what we're talking about. Yeah, I know, I know exactly. Yeah. Can't think of the name. Right he now. played Thomas Wayne in um, Batman vs. Superman. So imagine him as a drunk Batman who loves to use guns. Like, if they do that exact storyline... But it also brings together different multiverses, like people from like different Earths. So you, you, they're bringing in the Batman from like the Keaton era, and like other people are making cameos from like. So it's again, it's like you got to go to the past to kind of reset for the future. I don't know how they're gonna do it or what the exact storyline is gonna be, 
but it could either be real. It's one of those things where if it's done right, it could be really, really good, or it could be, as Ole Anderson says, the drizzling shits. <laughs> I think this is one of the things I'm going to be missing the most about WWE Free is the fact that just going, we just had like, what, a 10 to 15 minute superhero discussion, and I don't have any other outlet that I do that does that. So, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to add one more thing just to say it. Oh, it's Jeffrey D. Morgan, by the way. That's the yes, ah. yes, yes. There you go. I'm, you know, I the last DC movie I saw was about a year. No, not even a year ago. Um, it was the animated Batman movie where they had Adam West and Burt Ward voice Batman and Robin. Okay. Oh, and I watched, yes, I love those. I know. The two it's of them. Not, it's not the best. But if you like were a fan of the TV show, you yes. really will enjoy that movie, and I enjoyed that movie. They did two of those, and uh, oh my god! What was it? They didn't call him the Dark Knight. They called him the oh god. I don't think I saw that, so I don't. I don't know. I don't remember, but oh man, it's the Caped Crusader. Yes. Yes. All right, Cooter. What's time for your next topic? Didn't I pick uh, Justice League? No, I kind of bounced off of what you said. I had okay, started okay. it with all right, um, all right. something else. All right. Well, then let's let's uh, let's switch from movies over to television. Okay. What are we What are we in general watching on television? Um, I the most recent thing I watched this afternoon was the new episode of the new Mighty Duck show. Oh, yeah. Game changer. In my queue. I have to see that. Yeah, I got It's good. That. I like it. Um, one thing I did, which I think I'm not going to say you should do because I guess it really doesn't matter, but on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I watched the first three Mighty Duck movies to okay. get ready for Friday. I mean, it's look, it's a weekly show, which I actually had gone into this thinking it was a movie. It's not. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like it's going to run about six episodes. And I'll be honest with you, I'm way more interested in that show after this episode than Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I've not even watched. The first episode I've, I've, cause that came out last week. Right. Um, I watched the first episode. I got to watch the second. I want to see where it goes. I, I'm the guy. I'm like, I, I got to give it a chance before I crap on it. Right. I got, no, I'm usually that person. Right. Too, yeah. So what, uh, what are you guys watching? That's the last thing. I probably could think of more things because I am constantly watching things now. So, uh, but I would like you guys to chime in on what you guys are currently. How about to do this way? What was the last thing you watched? Uh, the last thing I watched, ooh, I think was yesterday. I, like again, I, I'm into all the 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 DC stuff on on CW, so I probably watched Flash and Batgirl yesterday. Um, you know what? It, you don't even have to be a superhero fan to really like this, this the one show that they came out with. The Superman and Lois show that came out mm-hmm. is, I've heard good things. is yeah. very, very good. I'm like shocked by how much I am enjoying it. I'm like, the fact that I haven't watched this week's episode, I'm like, are you going to be kidding me? I watched Batgirl before I watched fucking Superman and Lois, the show I've been raving about. Mm-hmm. Um, Walking Dead is back, so I've been watching that. Um, I well, it's how- weird. I haven't. I want to watch the last like, couple of episodes, but I'm confused. Maybe you can kind of enlighten me here. Okay. But 
it doesn't or it does have to do with the current things going on. Which, what are we talking, you talking about Walking well, Dead? Well, the last, the last thing that I saw for The Walking Dead was that they are in the city and they're confronted by this new group. Okay. That's the last, I didn't watch any of the new ones that started in the, like the last three or four weeks or whatever it is. Are they, because I heard that these new episodes are just like standalone episodes. Is that true? Or does it actually answer things from the... Walking Dead has always did that. So what they did, the first episode was was kind of like them reintroducing Maggie into the show. Right. And where she's been. So you get sense. And and, and you got to get a lot of background. And and, because the way that the season ended, they didn't end it the way they wanted to. And then when they were getting into production, you you lost to Michonne. Um, you obviously don't have one of the main characters in Rick Grimes anymore. Right. right. So, and you're running out of source material because you're catching up at a really rapid pace to the end of the comic. Because the comic just ended abruptly out of nowhere. For for because if there's there's no more, so they're gonna try. I know. To, I heard about that. And it, yeah. It's and it's fine. I'm like I. I, think I mean, they've gone away so far from the comic anyway at this point. Like. You know what? A lot of people say that, but like, if you if you actually read the comic, they use the same source material, but they just kind of trade things. Like, yo, like certain people trade deaths. Sure, I can see that. And certain characters, mm-hmm. they they've like, oh God, what's her what's her face? Um, the one who's always with the biker dude, who's always with Daryl. Oh, Carol. Carol. Carol in the comic dies in the prison. But which we know, by the way, Carol and Daryl are living to the end because there's a spinoff show called Daryl and Carol coming out. Okay, I, that, that I didn't know. Yeah, they announced that at some. I don't know, you know, if there's a time jump or I don't know any details. I just know that they announced the Daryl and Carol show, so you know, when The Walking Dead ends, that they're going to be alive in in some shape or form. I'm just wondering if they're going to somehow get Michonne back for an episode or two. Oh, I think so. I, I actually don't doubt that. And and I think we heard they were going to do that movie deal bullshit with, with, with Rick. Rick. Fuck all that. Just give him the money to come back for a couple of episodes and tie it up. Into I, kinda a nice want a, I kind of want a Rick movie. I don't want a Rick movie. Hmm. I, don't. <laughs> I don't. Fuck all that. I want, I want to fucking be like, oh shit, like the last five episodes you know, for for him to come back. And, no, I agree and, with that. And, and, and I, I part think it could of the storyline. I think it could be a bump, to be honest with you. But Bill, before we, what about you? What have you been watching? I want to make sure I don't forget about you. You know, it's it's kind of weird because like lately, I watched some stuff on the DVR. Um, like the last thing I watched was Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yes, that show is still going, <laughs> and it's on the CW. But their version of the CW is so good. They, like, let them push the envelope a little bit more, mm-hmm. which is re- which actually makes the show that much better. Um, I've actually been trying to catch up on The Muppet Show. I've been is... thinking of doing that. If I didn't have so much shit that, like, is in the queue, that, for me, personally, right. like, I was thinking and of doing that. the last episode I watched, and, and I texted my sister this, joke because this was kind of a joke was i got my first uh disclaimer puppet show episode i heard that they have the disclaimer um and it was 
Cause like I, I was a fan when I was a kid, like when they aired it on Nickelodeon, like I would record those episodes. Oh my God. Um, I forgot so, that it was on Nickelodeon for a little while. Yeah. So it was kind of cool. You know, like I've been watching some of them. I've been getting back into that. I do want to see the mighty Ducks show. Cause the first two movies were so good. I haven't seen the third one yet. The weird thing I can tell you from the rewatch is all of my memories were most of them. Like, 90% of them of the Mighty Ducks actually comes from the second one. Mm-hmm. And because I was like, oh, where's the knuckle puck while I was watching the first one? Like, okay, it's not here. All right. right. And I was like, all the things in the second one, I was like, all right, I remember here's the guy with the knuckle puck. It wasn't Goldberg, which I originally thought it was, but I was wrong. It was Keenan um, Thompson, wasn't it? It was Keenan Thompson. Yeah. Now, I mean, now I obviously I rewatched it, but I... Hardest just, working man in show business, Keenan Thompson. Um, But no, I would definitely... I, I really like the first episode. Again, I think it was... I feel like it's way better if you watch the first three again, but I, I in the end, I can't say it really matters if you do. Those movies are so still to this day, so fresh in my head. They really are. Even the third one. The third one's my favorite. The third one I remembered the least about, for sure. When I was watching, I was like, uh, oh, actually, I did have a problem with the third one on my rewatch. All right. Um, All right. Tell me this one. This one's going to, oh, I love this one. Okay. So, at one point, so if you remember, um, this was where they get the new coach. And Charlie is, like, defiant against this new coach because Mm -hmm. the new coach. yes. And the new coach is like, the ducks are dead. And then Charlie leaves. And then Bombay comes back and he's like, you don't know the full story. And then they go to the ice rink and they show him with this. I don't remember now if it's his daughter or his daughter. 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 So, and she's in a wheelchair and he wouldn't leave or whatnot. Charlie eventually comes back and um, then eventually they, the guy gives him, the, the coach gives the kids back the Mighty Ducksters. And I'm like, hold on. For, in his point of view, absolute, the coach's point of view, absolutely nothing changed. The only reason that, like, he's giving them it now is because now we, the audience, know his backstory. Mm-hmm. The only thing... Like, there was no, no reason for him at all to go from asshole to, oh, yeah, the ducks all the way. Well, <laughs> uh, here's where I'll disagree with you now. Okay. All right, because his whole theme from the beginning of him coaching that team is he wanted them to play two-way hockey because that team was always known for its offense. Sure. And its yeah. defense was the drizzling shits. Right, okay. Once, once they started playing as a team and playing together and playing the defense that he wanted them to play, it's like, I need you to play – both sides of the rink. And now that they got their whole entire game together, now let's bring this team back together and give them the, that Ducks jerseys and light a fire under their ass. So, yeah, that's uh, that's my argument. It's, it's, it's That's how you coach a team. You get them to do what you want to do, and then you bring back what they're good at and what brings them together. Okay, I don't know if I'm totally sold on that, but it's not one of these things. Like, look, it's not like it's fucking wrestling where I'm like angry all the time and I'm like none of this shit. Argue every fucking storyline like a bunch of Mark. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like, well, and wrestling does a lot of things to to you know really 
say like this is this is shit like like there's and the, and it's and it's like a constant stream of like this sucks what is this what are they doing and this isn't even based on one promotion i even would say AEW to me has felt in the last three like a totally different company but maybe yeah. we'll get to that later on um bill can, it, I, can i have can i have one quick question of course the third yeah. mighty ducks movie and correct me if i'm wrong the girl that charlie has an interest in isn't don't they mention like she's a fan of Pantera and he is too? I don't remember that, but you could. Oh right. wait a minute! Like, oh god, but you're right. He says something like he's trying to like. Yeah, because he's trying to like backtalk or like right, like you won't yeah. give me a chance because you think I'm just a dumb jock when we probably have something in common like what's your favorite band? Like, see, maybe you shouldn't be so judgmental. I I hate that. Like and it's like when does that ever work on a chick? Like you talk like, shit to her and then you're like, listen, bitch, I know you like Pantera. <laughs> you know, I like Pantera too. Now get over here and zip my fly down. But, but here's the thing, and I like Pantera, I really do. That's like one of the last bands in '96 you'd ever think of Disney using for a movie. <laughs> True, yeah. Pantera, because I remember, like, I think it was like a year or two after that they were going to use the insane cloud posse for oh my Disney God. <laughs> and they were like uh thanks but we're gonna pass on you we don't like your style of music i didn't even remember this match batista and fucking umaga uh, it's a match for brand supremacy cooter it's actually not that bad of a match no yeah i don't remember anything the money in the bank was really good yeah and then uh, we saw the just kind of recap because we're now in hour number two right now mm. of this show. Um, we had saw the um, Hall of Fame stuff, you know, people saying hello, basically. And uh, <laughs> Snoop Dogg. We saw Snoop Dogg. Oh, yeah, Dogg. we saw a Snoop Dogg, Foley, Santino segment. And is that it? Was that it? That yeah, sounds about it. it. That sounds about it. Um, and now we're watching Brand Supremacy. Now, here's my question, because I don't know if I know the answer to this. Well, maybe I do. I think it's Umaga. Which one of these guys is representing Raw? Uh, <laughs> I think it's Umaga. I'm not totally sure by it. Right. Oh, well, whatever. Uh, turn to give a topic. Oh, I will say this. When Umaga was coming in, they had a great shot of like overhead on the building as it continues to turn night, mm-hmm. which I really liked. Um, okay, Bill, your turn for a topic. Okay. I want to stick with Disney Plus in, to a degree okay. because last night I was talking with Jim because we recorded um, a, a very fun episode of that wrestling show talking about WCW. And... My friend Brian, we got into this brief discussion about how they took some of the movies off the kids section. And I've been waiting all day to talk about this because there's one that I have a problem with. And I'll tell you why. The one that I have a problem with is the Aristocats. Because... Wait, what? They took the Aristocats off? Uh, Well, okay, they did this... Disney did this thing where, like... Anything that's racially insensitive is no longer available on the like the kids kid profile. Of so you can yeah, still watch section. it as an adult. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. So it's not the censorship like they're doing with. So a kid can watch Dumbo. 
you would be fine. No, well, here's the thing. I think you can set it up, though, where they can. I'm not 100% sure because I have no reason to set up a kid's account, but right, I, it's something <laughs> with parental controls. Like, you can, I think somehow you can, just like how, like, you can block oh, a channel. Oh, that's right. Disney mm. doesn't want to, you know, indoctrinate any white supremacists. Fuck. Oh, my God. So... Okay, so like the the I think it's like three or four movies they did. Dumbo, which I understand because right. of the crows. Peter Pan. I definitely understand Peter Pan. Why? What's wrong with Peter Pan? Indian. It was the Indian song. Yeah, the Indian song. I I can understand. The one that I have, like I said, the one I have the problem with is the Aristocats, and I'll tell you why. Well, I don't even know why the what, I, what was with the Aristocats is O'Malley. Okay, no. In the song, everybody wants to be a cat. They have the Asian cat. And oh, that's he right. Has, and he has this one part, and I'll do it here because we can't be censored here. Hong, 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 egg foo, young, fortune cookie, you're raised wrong. Oh, that's a fun one. And that's it. That's the only thing. Everything else is fine. But see, like I said, I get it, but also, like, it's not like, because that's the first thing everyone said to me, like, the day after this broke, they're like, oh, can you believe Disney uh, got rid of the Dumbo? And I'm like, no, they're still there. Like, people don't understand that for some reason. Uh, instead, what they hear is it's going to take it off Disney+. Plus. That's not true at all. Right. It was taken off of the kids section, which I was like, to one person, I'm like, you know, I don't know if how much you watch the kids section. But you might be affected if you're doing that. Bro, like, Asians have had a bad year, man. At first, you lose the Aristocrats. You lost Dr. Uh, Aristocats. Listen. No, but my, and then but Corona. My, I mean, it's just a shit show, bro. But my argument is that one part is like three, four seconds long. It's not going to change. Like, it's not going to be a big effect of the entire movie. That's my only argument. Then why not just edit that one part out if you're going to be so butthurt? I mean, I would rather them do it this way. Just keep it whole. And just put on a different section. What was the fourth movie that was eliminated from the kids section? Um, you said Peter Pan, Dumbo, Mr. Cats, and what was the other one? Was there a fourth was it one? in the Tramp? They, maybe they got rid of the Siamese Cats song, but I don't, right. I, I don't have that confirmed at all. I don't know if that's true. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> is it my turn? Uh, yeah, it is. I just I just wanted to bring that up because I'd been waiting like a day to do that. Okay. So. I mean, like I said, I I, I kind of get it. And I would I would rather do be that than them edited and the whole version of the movie just not available at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked about the excuse me the DC universe and the Marvel universe earlier, but one thing I'm going to try to get myself into this weekend. I learned that there's a monster verse. Do either of you know about this? No. No. So upcoming this Wednesday on HBO Max, which personally I'm very excited about, is okay. Godzilla vs. Kong. Right. Now, Wait, when's that coming out? This Wednesday on the 31st. Oh, I'm so psyched for that. Oh my now, god, yeah. But here's the thing. I learned the other day that it is part of a monster verse that was made with like how you know the superheroes are doing yeah but with three other movies that had already come out Wait, those three movies this? are 
Godzilla, 2014 Godzilla, King Kong Skull Island, and the Godzilla that came out two years ago. And then Godzilla versus Kong. I have not seen Skull Island. I don't know if I saw the 2014 Godzilla. I'm watching all of those this weekend to get ready for Godzilla versus Kong. And apparently it's called the Monsterverse. And supposedly, if you watch all of them and, I guess, pay attention, they all have something in common. Okay. Oh, they're great movies, believe me. And, yo... I love The Last Godzilla. Two years ago that I watched, loved it. Can we just say this? And HBO Max is the best streaming app out right now. Period. There's nothing touching that. I mean, they have been pulling it. would not have an argument. I'm spending more time on HBO than Netflix, Hulu... Disney, Amazon, any of that. Amazon is Amazon has lost all credibility with me because they take great movies or good movies and they make shit sequels that I wouldn't break up weed on if I had a DVD case for them. Now, okay. for me, I'm not gonna lie. I probably do watch Disney Plus just as much as HBO Max, but that's just me. Bill, what about you? What are your viewing habits with those two apps, if any? I don't know if you. I would say. HBO Max, I use a lot of. Um, also because I let my parents watch The Sopranos. Okay. Because they'd never seen it, and they went through like the entire series in like three, four weeks. Wow. wow. All right. And, and, and it's funny because like they're into Bob's like mobster movies, and they'd never seen it. And I will never forget my mom's like when I asked her what was your you know first thought of watching The Sopranos. She's like. Oh, it's great, but it's very violent. Yes, that's what that's what The Sopranos is, Mom. It's very violent. <laughs> um, I would say HBO Max, Disney Plus are the top two, and then third, I guess, would be Netflix. I don't see. I don't think anything's third for me. Like, I feel like I'm not really watching that much on, and I'm like, what is even on Netflix anymore? There's some good shit on there. They, they've they've been their rollout for the last couple of months. I, I think they held back because I think they they thought that HBO was going to blow their load, mm-hmm. right? I really feel like let's hold back because they know they're going to you know people are going to and that Cuties movie fuck them for a little while because a lot of people were pissed off at that. I'm right. sure they lost a lot of subscribers. So let HBO blow its load. But once they got that deal with Warner. Like the movies that we're getting this year are just incredible. Like yeah. you're saying, that Monster Bruce movie. We had, they had the Tom and Jerry movie. They had Judas and the Messiah, which was an awesome movie. You had the Wonder mm-hmm. Woman movie. And you had the Snyder cut. We're still getting a Matrix movie. We're getting a Mortal Kombat movie. And, and, and like, it, it's just. You're getting Space Jam. Oh, f- fuck off. Oh, my God. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I can't even be serious unless I'm going to see some Pepe Le Pew. I'm sorry. I just want a killer soundtrack because I love the first Space Jam soundtrack. I don't know. Oh, the, yeah, that soundtrack. Oh, man. Top to the bottom, there's some, there's, there's some bangers on that fucking Yeah, band, especially really Bugs are. Bunny rapping. <laughs> oh, God, what was that? You bugging. You bugging. You bugging. You bugging. And then you had Barry White and Chris. Oh, Rock that's right, basketball, basketball Jones. Jones. Yes, I love that. Give me that fucking updated soundtrack in 2021. <laughs> Give me new versions of all that. Give me a new version of the Monstars theme song of whoever's gonna be the enemies. Because I don't. You know what drives me nuts about that soundtrack? If 
Do you remember there's a song with Changing Faces and Jay-Z and R. Kelly? It's, it's actually R. Kelly featuring Changing Faces and Jay-Z, right? Mm-hmm. R. Kelly, like, sings a quick bridge. Jay-Z <laughs> does two full rap verses. And uh, whatchamacallit, and, and Changing Faces basically sings the whole fucking song. Like, R. Kelly says literally maybe ten words, all I want, all I need. And then some other bullshit, and he says it twice in a row. <laughs> Bridge, and but he's like the headliner of the song. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? But it's a banger. Yeah. Now, if I remember correctly, right now we're looking at Chavo Guerrero. I believe this is going to be one short match. It is. Okay, I thought that's what I remembered about this. Oh. Um. Just the one where Kane. Yeah, it's Kane. I was, on, I was trying to remember who it was. I couldn't couldn't think of it. Because he won the Battle Royal on the pre-show, I want to say. Right, which they just, well, they just showed the Battle Royal. Which oh, was Such as Festus and all of that. And now it looks like we're completely in the night at this point, looking at the background. I'm really interested in, I know that there's a women's match at some point during this, and I believe it. If I remember correctly, didn't the lights go out for like a brief moment during the women's match? Oh my god, I haven't seen that women's match in forever. Well, I for a while, know. we didn't see it either because the lights were off. <laughs> um, so, by the way, uh, we're at 8.20pm and on the stream, I have 1 hour, 12 minutes, and 42 seconds, 43, 44, 45. Bill, can we get an update on SmackDown? Yeah, let me uh, check what they've done so far in the first 20 minutes. Right. Ring of Honor's not on yet, right? It's 9 o'clock for them. They're yeah, like they're doing like a pre-show, so... so... They're not having any matches, though. Okay. So we want to get not. updates on those two events as the night goes on. Right. All right, let's see. While you do that, I believe since I just talked about the MonsterVerse, it is Cooter's turn for a topic. All right. I'm... Uh, if you didn't see it, I'll pick something else. But I'm curious if anybody saw the um, oh, what the fuck was the name of this? And I wrote the goddamn thing down. Allen versus Pharaoh. I have not. I don't even know what it is to be honest with you. Mia Farrow was the girl, or is the woman who played um, uh, Rosemary's Baby? Do you remember that movie? Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so she played the wife in that movie. Okay. Who was pregnant? Uh, she was in a long-standing relationship with Woody Allen. Okay. Okay. Uh, her and her ex-husband had adopted a lot of kids, and um, then she started dating Woody Allen. And I think they might have had a child together after the fact, but she, she had like nine or ten or eleven like adopted kids. It's like a lot of shit. But it was uh, – it's a documentary based on all of the accusations on Woody Allen that he basically, um, you know, molested the kid. And, like, it's a tough watch. Like, it very much like that. I don't know if you watched the Michael Jackson documentary. I haven't. Leaving Never no, – was it Escaping Neverland or something Neverland? Yeah, I've heard the, the name before, sure. Which is another tough watch. Like, I ended up watching it again because I thought it might like cleanse my palate of the, the Woody Allen one. In a lot of ways, like the Woody Allen one is, is just worse. Like 
it's 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 a tough watch, but it's a it's a very well done documentary. And I'm big into those like documentary style like series, and I think it's like maybe three or four episodes. I think it's three. But mm-hmm. I mean, if 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 that's if if that's the, your kind of style, I'd highly recommend watching that. I mean, it's tough to get through because it just makes you sick. And I mean, like, and I hate that because you want to think well of like certain people that you watched up growing up as a kid. And I remember seeing all these Woody Allen movies, but just to hear that kind of shit, man, just turns my fucking stomach. Sure. Bill, do we have a SmackDown update? Well, as we're seeing Carlito get attacked by the birds. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, all that has happened is Daniel Bryan went to the ring, complained about the ending of his match at Fastlane, and wants to be in the Universal title match at WrestleMania. Okay. And then Edge came out, they fought, and Edge beat him up with a chair. Okay. okay. All right, so that was our first 20 minutes. Oh, God, he's killing that that bird is <laughs> that, cur- that bird is successful. oh that Tory Wilson picture just gave me a stiffy <laughs> good uh, I love Tory Bill it's your turn oh good bird poop joke there at the end uh-huh. Bill it's your turn <laughs> I don't think I could top the birds pooping there Oh, uh, wait a minute. This is uh, my favorite part of This is the star of Walt Disney's college road trip, Raven Simone. Yes. So, Raven. Okay. Do, do I, should I set this up or should I let you guys watch what she says? Go, um, set it up. Let's track it. Okay. So, basically, this is a thing for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Oh, you've told me this. That I remember now. I remember <laughs> No, I'm I'm reading the subtitles because I want to fucking hear this. I almost want to. I wish we could track it. I wish we could track it and just play it. Oh, it's coming. Yes. All right, don't tell them. Let's like Hooter Film in the from Fifty States. Check them out. They're right over there. <laughs> stand up, you guys. They're in wheelchairs. So they can't stand. Oh my god. Oh my god! You stupid bitch! Oh my god! <laughs> Yo, cause I would have never noticed that. I don't think I noticed it at first either. <laughs> <laughs> The thing I remember is going to the arena and the whole neighborhood is shit. Like, it is like low income. Like you're, oh God, like it was yeah. crazy. I was, I don't remember be, even before then ever walking into like a neighborhood. Cause I was with my uncle like that. I felt like I might be in danger. Is it the citrus bowl? Yeah. yeah. It's a citrus bowl. Oh, God. Neighbor, this I mean, obviously, it might have gotten better since then. I mean, this was how many years ago, but I mean, I remember back then. Because this was, if I remember correctly, wasn't Serena like redone recently before this event? Like within a year or two? I think yeah. it might have been for the, for the, 
for the next one, not necessarily this one. Okay. Because they had another one after this, I want to say, at at the uh, Citrus Bowl. Did they? Okay. I could right, be Bill. wrong, but you might. You're definitely right. They did redo it. Yeah. All right, Bill. It's your topic. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I'm still trying to recover from Cooter's reaction. Yeah, Cooter's reaction was great. That's that. Was it was. <laughs> okay. Um, this is one that I I have this weird habit of when I'm sick. Okay. I watch on YouTube old Siskel and Ebert reviews. <laughs> So, I wait. It's, they're actually pretty cool to watch. Yeah, why do you like, watch when you're sick? I don't know. It what? just was. It just started. Cisco, like I used to watch Cisco and Ebert a little bit when I was. Phil, a kid, I'm not even so. criticizing you for watching Cisco and Ebert. I'm criticizing you on why is that your go-to when you have the sniffles and a cough. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I mean, I do watch other stuff, but that's like... All right, start your up. You go ahead. Cisco, that's okay. here we go. So, my question that I was going to ask was, when you guys are sick, what is, like, something that you watch that'll help you get through the day? That's a good question. For me, though, I feel like it's more video game than watching things. That's because fair. If I'm sick, well, like that, that doesn't really make any sense either. What I'm about to say is like, because when I'm sick, I can't really concentrate on anything. But video games, you have to concentrate on, so it doesn't make any sense. Um, I don't know. I usually migrate towards video games, to be honest with you. Maybe one day I'll beat Persona 5. I'm so mad at myself. Cooter, what about you? Born. What do you do? Hey, listen, if I'm stuck in bed all day because I can't get up and I'm sick, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do something stupid. And what I like to end up doing is I'll take, uh, let's see, some Tylenol, some Tylenol cold medicine, right? Like the nighttime ones and see if I can finish before it kicks in. Okay. It's, a fun, it's a fun game. It's a stupid game. But, like, but, but, but honestly, like when I'm sick, I end up trying to put on something on regular TV because I don't ever really watch regular TV anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'll put on whatever is on Channel 11 or or 7 or, or CBS or whatever the fuck it is just to see what's actually on TV during the day because I'm never home during the day and I never watch TV anymore. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's pretty much it. It's, it's, it's just like, I don't want to think. I don't want to try to find something. I'm putting something on, and I'm just going to sit here and veg like a dumbass. Right. Mm. Now, I will say this, because like, as much as I'm making fun of Bill with his Siskel and Ebert uh, <laughs> cold-watching habits, when I had COVID last year, I remember the weirdest thing, because like, I had it, as we all know, I had it really, really bad, and you know, 40 days and I'm still having some symptoms, whatever. But the weirdest thing was one of the things was that you get really sleepy and, and, you know, and trouble breathing, obviously in, in certain parts, which I had, um, for some reason I, I would put like on Hulu, like random dramas and it annoyed the shit out of me. And I don't know why, like, it was like, I couldn't, I was like, I tried putting various shows on, but what calmed me down, so th- this is to your point of 
<laughs> what did I do when I got COVID? Which I know I told you, Bill, but I don't think Cooter knows. Mm-hmm. The show that wound up making me calmer during the worst of COVID was Tiny Toon Adventures. Yes. Oh, wow. I personally oh, wow. think it was because it's very colorful, it's very animated, and has it has a lot of upbeat noise to it. Whereas a drama doesn't have that. Yeah. So that was really weird. And then I remember also, and then obviously I remember being super pissed off about WrestleMania because that was going on too. And I decided to watch it because I was sick. Um, but it's weird. I'm like, I guess the happy animated fun sounds actually helped me get through it. <laughs> oh my god. I would probably have I could see myself doing that with Animaniacs. Mm. That's another one I should have tried, but I didn't know at that point that that was what was helping me through it. I just thought it was something I was putting on the background that it wasn't mm. as bad. So maybe I'll maybe I'll put more tiny tunes. Put more tiny tunes on. Put the music video one. Show. The music video it's... episode with the uh, oh, Oracle Man. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Actually, you know what? Real real quick. Please go ahead. Um I finally at the end of last year finally beat the Tiny Toons video game on the NES. Finally you've been trying? Yeah, okay, cuz like here's the thing. There was <laughs> one day when I was like 10 or 11 and I got to the final stage of the game. And when I was playing it, there was a thunderstorm and it kind of affected the TV. So I had to turn everything off okay. and I never got back to that final level for like all that time. And like a few months ago, like four or five months ago, I got the, like I pulled the game out. I put it in a Nintendo. I started playing it. And I got back to the final level, the final stage, and it took me two hours to beat the final stage of the game. And when I did, I was so freaking (laughs) happy. It was like, I've waited this long to finally beat this freaking game, which I loved because the game is actually a really good game. I remember liking the Tiny Shoes game, absolutely. So I was like, oh, thank God. I finally did. I have to put it on my emulator. I have to check that one out. <laughs> um, okay, so I do have another question for Bill, though, in regards to his um, his habits of getting better. So what, what are your favorite <laughs> Cisco and Ebert? <laughs> um, well, let's see. Well, I'll usually be watching it in my bedroom. Sure. So mm-hmm. if I don't watch Cisco and Ebert, I might watch old Nostalgia Critic and angry video game nerd videos. Okay. And then like, maybe I'll find something on there. Like stuff like ESPN classic. Like they used to have some shows on back in the day that I would watch. So I might watch that. Nice. Okay. That's that's pretty much what I, you know, will watch on YouTube when I'm feeling ill. Okay. Um, Okay, so that was your topic, so we're on me, right? All right. Yes. I'm going to bring it back to pro wrestling here a bit, because I don't think this is going to fit either of the other two hours, so I'm just going to bring it up now. Um, I have been extremely disappointed in AEW in, like, the last three weeks. 
I feel like they're a totally different company now in a lot of ways. Um, I think if I were to point to the source of my unhappiness, or at least the beginning, it would be the Paul White signing. And I was just curious if either of you two felt like they're going in a very wrong and bad direction like I am. I see history repeating itself. I mean, this, yeah. It's literally TNA 2.0. And I could see them wanting to poach some of the better talent. So when they when they started with the Jericho and they got a Moxley and they even went as far and they went and they got the Rusev. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, I can get on board with this because it seems like they're taking the best of the best. All right. Um, and I'm not even really that big of a Mox guy. I kind of think he's trash, but that's my opinion. And that's for, that's either neither here nor there. But when, when you went and you, and I see Paul White, I didn't see that one coming. No, I don't think anyone did. No, nobody did. Because I don't think anybody cared. It was like, no one wanted it to happen. That's why no one saw it coming. Yeah, he's going to do commentary. like right. on... and, and honestly, Paul White, in my opinion, not known for his voice. No, but you know what? Neither was you know. Neither were a lot of people. Neither was Taz at first, and neither was a Nigel McGuinness. Um, so, like, okay, I'm not bashing it. At least they're not bringing him in for a wrestling role. But you know, when you brought in Sting, and 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 your big surprise was fucking Christian Cage. Well, I'm gonna say this. I am. I was in favor of Sting. It was Paul White and after, and it's not just the ex WWE signings. Oh, that's stop not it. where that's not oh, where my thing thing starts. It also starts with it also continues with why the fuck do they have three shows now? That's that's my biggest concern. There is the three shows. This is like, exactly what I hate about WWE. Is like you do con- qu- quantity over quality. Over quality. And now you're supposedly having another hour. On TNT, I'd be just as fine as if the Cody Road show was that hour. At least it's different. I don't want another fucking actual in-ring wrestling show when you have three already. Wait a minute. They have three shows? Yeah, it's yeah. Dark on Tuesdays, Wednesday Dynamite, and then the Paul White was signed for Dark Elevation. Yeah, which is for, like, the younger talent, basically. But that's what Dark is for. That's what doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. So between know. that and like I said, I'm a, I was good with the Sting signing. I am not good with the Christian signing whatsoever. Um, and then also, uh, like I don't know. It just seems like what in the world is this thing that they're doing with Impact and AEW, and how the hell is Impact even benefiting from it? And the storyline itself doesn't make any sense. Which I've gone with Bill over with Bill before. Um, God, like, it's like, and then the Shaquille O'Neal shit, like, this is all WWE-type moves. Yeah. And there's a reason why I hate WWE, and now you're adopting those reasons. Yeah, um, I, I was hoping it would be a great old, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I haven't watched in months, so I can't really judge. I base my opinions based on... Uh, what you, you read. Know, what I read, and, 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 and other fair. people's, and, and, and I'll go and, you know like a Marks group or whatever, and, and hear what people have to say. And a lot of people are, it's, it's like to me, 
What bothers me are it's not necessarily AEW because they want to be an alternative. You want to be an alternative, great. Mm-hmm. Which but I think they were for the first year. And right. Now they're, but I hate their fans. I hate their fans more than, than the old school TNA fans. Okay. Because they can do no wrong. Like, to be fair, there are WWE fans that are like that too. Of oh, course, God, yeah. of course. Probably the same with the old Ring of Honor fans. But it's right. the double standard that pisses me off to the point where it's... Dude, if, if WWE was doing the exact... If WWE pulled off that fucking exploding ring bullshit... Right. And, and, and they would be at the top of everyone's fuck off list. It's terrible. And they right. have such great talent. I mean, but then that's, and that's another problem I have though, too, is that they're in the same category with WWE in now they have too much talent that you have to have three fucking shows, which is what I hate mm. WWE for. Who's the guy that brought in that Jake Roberts brought in? He was managing for a little while. Lance Toy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hoy. I, Jeff Cobb. I'm like, but, yeah. People like Lance Hoyt, I want to see more of. Like, here's a great example. I'll give you Lance one. Orcher, this, yeah, that's what they I'll give you this, this one as an example. Like, they've been doing some. Oh, and also Tony Khan showing up as an on air figure for a dark elevation. I was like, no, I don't want an authority figure, which is why I'm not watching WWE. Now, look, I'm with you, Cooter, in that, like, they're deaf. I, although I do think it's both sides. I think, you know, you saying it's more AEW is a little little off but uh, uh I, the fans are a little bit more passionate because they feel they have more to prove because they're still they're still that newbie so when anybody mm-hmm. craps on their their precious new toy or just critiques it a little but bit I feel like people hated christian <laughs> now Anyway, hold on, wait, but I'm not finished. So so the thing is, though, so that's the other thing, like I said, Tony Khan being an authority figure. To me, it's not just ex-WWE guys at this point. In fact, I wouldn't mind ex-WWE guys if... So here's a great example. Jake Hager. Jake Hager came in, they did that stupid bullshit, the fans did stupid bullshit of, like, we the people, which I still don't even understand. And they were like, no, fuck it, we're not doing that. And he's ba- he basically became a different gimmick. If these ex-WWE guys did that and was like, we're not going to do what we used to, we want to try to do something else, I would be for that. Hager's a great example of that. You know who's not a great example of that? Probably fucking Miro and Christian. Mm-hmm. Because Christian's going to do the same thing. I don't, I don't see him as somebody like how Edge basically reinvented himself when he turned heel and became that rated R superstar. I can't see Christian doing that. Like here's the thing, like and there's way to me Christian was the absolute worst person that they could have signed. Literally you could have given me almost anyone and I could find a way to justify them. <laughs> Can you name go ahead, name me someone right now and I'll justify them. It might not you might not agree with the justification. Oh, Kamala. That spot. Oh God. that spot. What was happening? Say it again? Kamala. Kamala, well, I mean, Kamala. I mean, who doesn't want to see Kamala and him tapping on his belly, to be fair? Well... Oh, wait, can't, but wait, hold on. Can he not... I, I'm not saying this to be insensitive, but can he not walk? I thought he lost a leg or something. He's well, they, dead. Oh, is he? 
Dude, there's so many wrestlers that died. Who I didn't even know, and now I feel like a piece of shit. Oh. Who could, although that would have been a great sighting. Who could keep track at this point with how many wrestlers died? Oh, I apologize. That was very mean. I didn't know. Fuck my life. Okay, whatever. I mean. Okay, all right. I got one for you. Oh, yeah. You, oh, you know, you know how I know that Kamala died? Because remember, uh, Hogan, didn't they try to raise a fund and like Hogan gave like $5,000 and I was like, Hogan should pay for that man's fucking funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, I could have justified anyone. Now, here's how Christian could work. And this is not going to be what's done. I'm sure of it. But so he's new. His thing is supposed to be outwork everybody. Right. That's his. Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? Well, what it could mean is imagine he's supposed to fight Frankie Kazarian this Wednesday. Imagine he beats Frankie Kazarian so badly. He goes for the pin. He's like, no, no, no. I didn't outwork everyone yet. This match is continuing. And that fits the gimmick of outwork everyone. Now, if he just comes and wins, what what difference is that? What what does that even mean then? Outwork everyone. And this is a problem I would have with WWE too, is like you give these wrestlers quote unquote names and personalities that don't you don't show them like what was the person bill for the Royal Rumble that I was talking about? Um, the was it Ricochet was like, yeah. the, they, they they he came out and was like he's the the resident superhero. What the right, fuck makes right. him a superhero? He doesn't have superhero music. He doesn't have gear that matches it. Do fucking something to make characters. That's actually my critique for all of wrestling. If I'm honest. Yeah. I'm gonna tell but, you, you know, as a worker, like Christian Cage's. TNA run for me is probably one of my favorites because absolutely, I agree. With that. It's the best, some of the best matches I've ever seen were him and Angle in fucking TNA. And honestly, I remember Kazarian and him having a ladder match at some point, which I really liked. I don't remember why. I remember this, but I do. Don't ask me what it was for because I don't remember. Nah, we weren't. Why was it? Um, but like I said, what is the reason? And I swear to God. If this whole Paul White thing is so we could fight Shaq, I'm done. I'm out. When it comes to TV shows with me, I don't know if either... I know you're not like this, Bill. I don't know if Cooter's like this. I'm curious. Okay. Sometimes for TV shows, for me, like they, they'll do something, and I'm like, you know what? I have one foot out the door. Now, if you do something else I don't like, I'm done with this show. Right now, I have AEW as one foot out the door. I think there's a couple of the shows me. that have done that for me, yeah. But the, like, but sometimes they win you back, right? Or are you just they like, they never win you back after that one foot goes out the door. Well, after one foot goes out the door, all right. I guess the most recent example I could give, uh, sure. Oddly enough, is the Supergirl series. Okay. And they went and they they went uh, super woke, and one of the newer heroes that found out she had powers. Um, was uh, transgender. Okay. And I'm like, why do we like? All right, you got to go there. That's cool. Like, but is it, it that you felt that it was forced? Yeah, but but it wasn't necessary. Like, it really it didn't bring anything to the character. You know what I mean? Like, other than the fact that you know she, she is transgender. And okay, what does that mean? in terms of the storyline and the arc that they were doing, um, I guess it kind of made sense, but 
there was like a premonition from her mother that her daughter was going to get her powers and she had a sister. But they mm-hmm. never thought that it was going to go to somebody who became a girl later. Right, okay. So I was like, all right, this is just stupid. Like, I see what you tried to do to make it more meaningful. And I'm like, now I'm starting to check out. Luckily, though, that there was just other shit going on that, like, made me forget about the puking of the wokeness. Like, I I hate it when you just try to force feed too much of the SJW thing. And it's like, I don't have a problem with it. But when, when you force feed it and there always has to be... Something when when uh, why I agree with you. I mean, to me, yeah. I, I could probably, you know, I'm not going to right now because I know that we're nearing the end pretty soon of our number two, but I mean, I can definitely point to a, a couple examples. But I mean, like I said, so uh, Bill, how are you feeling? Do you feel like AEW is becoming a different company in a lot of ways? I, I was gonna say with AEW, and I hate to, to say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I think the turning point for them was the Brody Lee tribute show. Mm. After that show, I don't think they've been able to recover. I really don't. I I don't know if it's because they just were so emotionally drained or, you know, when Brody passed away, everyone just lost a part of themselves they just haven't really gotten back to their old self. <clears throat> and yeah, the, the signing of Paul White is quite very questionable. I should, yeah, not questionable. It's very questionable. Uh, Christian Cage, you know, I'm not really sure how that's going to work out. I don't think I've ever wanted Frankie Kazarian to win a match as I, ever before <laughs> as I wanted to win this Wednesday. Um, Would you feel like Christian's going to be a job guy? No, that's why I want Kazarian to win. I'm like, wouldn't it be great? Because that's a story that I don't know where it's going and could actually be done really interesting, is that he came in, he's going, trying to go to the top, but wait, he's maybe not as good, or he's has ring rust still. So, like, he's got to work at it. And you go through, hey, here's the guy, the older guy, trying to make oh, a comeback God. and realizing at the My very heart beginning. heart is about to break. Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not that, yeah. Um, now, the other thing, besides, they oh, both boy. wrestled again anyway. Well, obviously, Ric Flair, Ric Flair did, and I mean, Shawn Michaels wrestled too after his final match. So, well, one, no, but I mean, it was, and it was a shittier match. It was, it was shitty. Oh, wait um, a minute, wait a minute. The Saudi match. You can't. Li- based on the circumstance of Triple H literally tearing his pack off. The, the fact that somebody who hadn't wrestled a match in God knows did that moonsault from the top rope outside. And Kane's mask fell off. Huh? Kane's <laughs> fell off, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it did. Whatever. Listen. Uh, uh, God, you can continue being your Triple A. Uh, not Triple A, sorry. Your Shawn Michaels. Listen. I, I, I give the guy credit for you trying. You give the guy too much credit with all his stuff. Listen, I, I no, I don't. I give him credit for you because I've never heard you shit on him once when nobody else could. I mean, that's just the plain lie that you don't get that you don't give him credit. But can we get back to the topic, please, of AEW? Okay, but I I just wanted to add on with the one foot out the door thing. The show for me, and this may surprise people because of how long I've stuck with it, 
is The Simpsons. Oh, wow. Okay, that is surprising, because how many years have they been on? 30-plus years. Wow. And what drove me away from it, and, like, I will, like, I will still defend to this day the seasons where the fans are like, oh, they went too far. Though there were some good seasons there. But what drove me away was how they focused more on talking politics on that show when they would do it once every so often, which is why with a family guy and a South park, when they do an episode about something political, I'm not surprised. I'm fine with that because that's who they are. The Simpsons up until a few years ago was never that way unless they did something like with the mayor or that episode where George Bush became Homer's neighbor, you know, like you do like once every so often. Okay. I I'm fine with that. But between that and Lisa Simpson being the biggest bitch in the history of television, (laughs) I just am like, I'm almost done with this show completely. So what is there anything right now that would be like, you're out completely now. Because I told you mine. I thought, like, if, if yeah. Big Show uh, fucking all white gets Shaquille O'Neal. If they did an entire season on nothing but politics, okay, that would that would be it. That's weird, because I feel like you like Saturday Night Live, and that feels like that's been all about politics. Oh, well, well the thing <laughs> is, though, like, I avoid the cold open for so long because it was the same shit. No, it's always a Trump week. thing, yeah. But, but as of late, they've gotten better with it. Because like, Trump's not in office anymore. Now that, like, well, yeah, that is that's true. That's probably too. part of it. Because like, oh, what are you gonna do? We don't have the guy that we always go to for our jokes. Right. Because like the la- like the last episode they did was a game show parody called "So You Think You Can Get the Vaccine." Okay. And they had. Kate McKinnon, who's absolutely hilarious. I love her. Like, she's one of those, like, one of the few hot people they've ever had on SNL as a cast member. Okay. And she is Anthony Fauci. And then they had three governors, one of them being Cuomo, as one of the judges. Oh, was my governor on there? No. Oh, they didn't want to tell him, like, how much he's giving to... The teachers' union and stuff like that—that's surprising. No. Okay, but they did mention who's your oh, governor? Like, uh, Murphy. Oh, you're in Jersey. That's right. You got Murphy all there. Because like <laughs> they did mention uh, in that bit how if you smoke, you could get like the vaccine, which is bullshit. By the way, it, it really we've is. talked about on the COVID episode. Go ahead. Please. Yeah, Sorry. we did. And then like, cause like I I watch it. You know, like I watch not all the time. Will I watch the whole show? Mm-hmm. It depends on the situation. They did a skit on that same show. And Jim, I, I'm only saying this because you are a Disney guy. Yes. You might yeah. never watch Cinderella the same way again after I describe this skit. Oh, wait. Well, if I'm about to cry, let's have Cooter cry first. Cooter, here it comes. Yeah, this is my part. Uh, I don't like Hold this. on for a second, Bill. Let's, okay. let's, yeah, I, I, I can hold I on. I want to hear Cooter cry. On. I'm not going to cry, you bitch. <laughs> Shut up. It's just a tough one. It was a sad moment being there in, in the arena. It's a... I will have a story with this, so with this match. So I'll let you guys 
Oh, oh I, I, maybe it's not now. I thought it was now. Oh, okay. All right, continue with SNL. Okay. Oh, wait, no, here so, she's going back. No, uh. Come on, Sean, make up your mind. Are we doing this or not? <laughs> here it is. Well, such an, do something. He's such an asshole. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wouldn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I love He's going to take us into the next hour waiting for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's gonna kick him in the balls right here, isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. this isn't it. Because he doesn't. Yeah, he does oh! it in the corner where Rudy Charles is. All right, Bill, continue because we're about to get into the next hour. Five minutes. Right. We're also so, gonna want a SmackDown update, by the way. Yeah, we will. Okay, so they did a Cinderella skit Disney version, mm -hmm. and they were like the part was you know like the shoe at the end. Mm -hmm. Well, the shoe is really, really small. And we find out that it belongs to one of the mice that lives with Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the prince knocked off the mouse. Oh, no. Is it Gus yeah. Gus or is it the fat one? It was a fat oh, female version. Oh, no, Gus Gus version. is the fat one. Sorry, Shock is the other one. <laughs> No, but it was a female version, and she does like this song at the end, uh, like kind of a parody of Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. Sure. It's like he jackhammered me, and now I got rice. Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo. Oh, God. And I'm, and I'm like, oh my God, I am never gonna look at this movie the same. You're again. gonna always think about bestiality. I'll send you the video later. <laughs> Uh, since we're getting into, since we're waiting for Shawn Michaels to super kick Ric Flair, why don't we take this time to do the SmackDown update before we go into okay. an hour of WrestleMania or this year's WrestleMania? Love a okay, great thumb two, to the eye. Yes, we, we have two new confirmed matches for WrestleMania. Great, right in time for the next hour. That's what I'm afraid of. That next hour is going to go by, and they're going to announce the whole damn card, and it would have already been the end of the hour. I'll save I'll save those two matches for later. So. Well, no, tell me it now so I can at least have what's oh, on them. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, uh, da -da 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 -da. Seth Rollins officially challenged Cesaro to a match at WrestleMania. Okay. Wow. So that could actually be a pretty good match. And Big E will defend the Intercontinental title against Apollo Crews. All right. So how many matches are we at with WrestleMania for our next hour? One, Ooh. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Wait, did I do that right? Hold on. No. One, did you count two, right? I don't count right. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. <laughs> three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. And there's at least a projected four or five more matches. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the projected ones too. So okay. we're gonna do our best with the next right. hour. You might have to carry it a little yeah. bit over to the hour after. Oh goodness! Right, here it comes. Part. It's oh, gonna come part. right at the top of the hour too. Give it to me! Kick me in the face! You bald! I'm old yeller. I'm Ric Flair, goddammit! <laughs> He's crying! He's crying! Good God Almighty! The humanity! He's crying! No, he's whispering sweet nothings in his hair. Rick, Rick, guess what? I know you're married to Baby Doll now, but I already fucked her too. <laughs> Enjoy retirement, bitch! <laughs> 
imagine all that was said in that little time. <laughs> right. And so I was crying. No, 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 no. I had that all planned. See, I swerved, you motherfucker. Look at I did that. Great swerve. It wasn't very good. I know. I tried. Swing and a miss. Happens to the best of us. Um, Bill, did we have an update on anything Ring of Honor's doing? Like, was there even a match on? Uh, let me go check PW Insider real okay. quick. Okay, they had a four-corner survival match where Brian Johnson, not the lead singer of ACDC, but Brian Johnson. I would have watched that. I know. I would have watched that. He he won the match. He poked Danhausen in the eye and pinned him with the process. I don't know any of these people. Okay. Okay. Okay, now here and and I'm actually kind of glad we are doing 2024 because I've never told you this story Jim okay so um so cooter I I don't know if you remember what I do as a job I I work with kids at an Wait what are we talking about 24 Key for Sodgland No not not no very very good <laughs> No I meant WrestleMania okay. 24 It was a few days after the show happened. Oh, wow. There was and Charlotte. Wow, there young was... Charlotte. Yeah, I know. Doesn't even, she looks so doesn't even look like the same person. Time. She looked like a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> and that lopsided titty. Oh, goddamn. Oh, man. So, uh, and there's Reed. Oh, man, that makes it even harder. So, um, I was working that year with fourth graders. <laughs> And we were going outside for recess. And one of the kids, oh, I wish I remembered his name. I, I don't remember it. He came up to me and he's like, did you watch WrestleMania? And I said, yeah, I did. And he he was like, I watched it. And I cried when Ric Flair lost. And it's one of those moments as a fan that, makes me happy to be a fan because even you know like a nine-year-old who wasn't around for rick flair's best years got emotional mm-hmm. with a moment like this and obviously you know it with what he did after you know kind of ruins the moment but still just thinking that here's a young boy who wasn't around for Rick's best years. And even he got emotional about this. And that is the beauty of wrestling. That's the greatest thing is you don't have to be old. You don't have to be young to be emotionally, you know, attached or cry to something like this. Yeah. Certainly at this time, I don't know what wouldn't make me feel any emotion towards anything like WWE today, if I'm honest with you. But right. because, like, again, was, let's go into it. WrestleMania. How? Let's see. How should we do this? So I know that there are matches announced on night one and night two, and then you said there were like unconfirmed matches, right? So let's do this. Let's go over night one. What they announced for night one first. Okay. So this is what they have as of. Well, I guess I guess hold on before we start. I, I believe Cooter wants to chime in on Hogan and Titus. Oh yes, because yes. I cut him off earlier because he. I was like, let's wait for this hour. We're here. Good, Cooter. It's all you. God, how the hell? You want to talk about strange bedfellows? 
Yeah, I don't know how Titus allowed this. I, I have no idea. They must be chucking. They must be backing the Brinks truck up to Titus's house for this. Because he's an avid BLM supporter. Right. And, and Hogan is, well, you know. Yeah. You know, he's the only guy who probably double or tripled his his entire life earnings from fucking his best friend's wife and dropping the N-bomb. So, I mean, how, how does this happen? That's incredible. Uh, I, I don't, I, I can't imagine this going well. And I, and I can imagine at some point Titus taking a jab at him. Now, clearly, we know that the big sell here on this WrestleMania is the fact, oh, we're going to have fans, even though there shouldn't be, because we're still in a fucking pandemic. But anyway, um, my look, I think WWE fans are the worst. However, if they want to redeem themselves, they will boo Hogan out of the building. You know what I think will happen? I think Hogan will get the first night O'Neal will get the Oh, see, I was under the impression they were both supposed to be on the same thing. Oh, I didn't think of that. I, well, that's that's just me guessing. You know, That's probably that a smarter would be, play. That would be the smartest way to go. But, yeah, I mean, you, you know, you said Strange Bedfellows. Maybe they'll have Hogan come out of retirement and he and Titus could be the new Rocket Sock connection. Oh. <laughs> of course, I don't know what you would name the team. Oh, boy. I don't know. Um, y- y'all hate Hogan that much. Why wouldn't we? <laughs> you know what? Uh, that's that's. I mean, as a wrestler, as a wrestler, we should too. As a wrestler, like whatever. Wait, look, we have an hour to go over WrestleMania matches. Let's not go on a, a Hogan rant, even if it. Um, okay, what's the first night we have confirmed? Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. That's a a, a thing, right? That's one. Okay. Uh, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre for the WWE right. title. And the true star, and Bad Bunny. Uh, they haven't said yet. Oh, they haven't? What okay, that's your on your unofficial list then. I have a Wikipedia right. up, and that's why. And Wikipedia is not always correct, so I'm going to go by your list. Yeah, so, yeah. what are we discussing uh, versus Miz? Uh, versus Miz. Oh, my God. Let's go by Bill's list. Let's go ahead, Bill. So, who are we talking about on night one? Okay, so as of right now. It's Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre for the WWE title and Sasha Banks versus Bianca Bella for the SmackDown title, women's title. All right, so there's only two matches on night one right now. Yeah. Okay. This is weird. I'm just, like, watching WrestleMania. Let's have a pyro thing now. Pyro thing now. Yeah. Now, is this the part where fans got injured, or is that No, that's at the end. That's Edge Undertaker. Everyone in work, when I went to work, later that week was like, were you okay? Because it was in the upper stands, and I said, that's where I was too. So I thought I got injured. Right. But I was okay. But I was okay. Okay. So those two are the only ones as of now confirmed for night one. Okay. Um, so for me, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. I don't even know why they did the Drew McIntyre Miz thing and kind of interrupted it. Kind of, for me, at least lowers down the match because I'm like why even have Drew lose have him go strong in other than that I don't actually like really care I mean if Lashley wins whatever if Drew McIntyre wins whatever Mm -hmm. I think with Drew I this is what I've read for so long it's like oh this is their way of having him win the title in front of a crowd okay 
That's like the only reason this match is probably happening. All right. Fuck. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it to you this way. I I think. I think. As as he is right now with the hurt business and with MVP as his mouthpiece, the same way he was in TNA. Bobby Lashley's the fucking total package. Oh, yeah, I mean, no. I feel like Sorry. WWE should thank Impact Wrestling for yeah. the Beatdown Club. The beat down yeah. Club. Mm-hmm. Because what they did, like, it's obvious. And even now, he's starting to feed off of MVP. So when he does talk, he keeps it short and simple. And it's it's very much like Brock and Paul. The only difference is when Brock does it, like, nine times out of ten, he sounds stupid. But right now, yeah. like right now, when Bobby has been doing it, short but sweet, it's been it's been coming across as believable. And to me, I can watch Bobby Lashley and the Hurt Business all day. Give me that. I'm I'm over the the you know the Drew McIntyre thing. You know, it's it's unfortunate that his time came in a shitty year. I get it, but you know what? You got something right now that's working very, very well that you could build to something else because Drew ain't it. Drew, Drew is not drawing people to the fucking building. I don't care who you are, and I'm not going to diss him as a talent, but right now you got to go Bobby Lashley. You, you just have to. I mean, like I said, either whoever wins to me, there's no reason for me who doesn't even really care to care about either of them. Um, I will say this. The one thing I, 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 I think of with this match, I'm like, thank God. Brock fucking Lesnar didn't come back. That's 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 oh, I what I think of when I think of this match. Because like the rumored match for a little while was Bobby Lashley yeah, and Brock. Fuck that. I don't want that. If if it was gonna be for the title or not, I don't that'll know. Be, it's weird too. about it like the next night on Raw. You watch. And he, so the thing was though, I still I still don't understand the Miz thing. Like you could have easily gotten this with oh Miz cashed in and he loses. Like that shit doesn't make any sense to me. Um, it was a nice plus, way of getting the belt off of Drew. Yeah, but think about this. And you, this is this shows you like how much WWE loved their part timers. They would probably never do that with Brock. Uh, they wouldn't have the Miz cash in and him actually beat Brock Lesnar. I'd agree. You've had Brock Lesnar in the last. What two WrestleManias put people over? Yeah, but not in the cash yeah. and not the Miz, who for the most part was a lower card guy at that point. They had a they had him do a job to Rollins in an actual match, a full fledged match at the WrestleMania, wasn't it? When he and cashed in, and was it the main event? Yes. So I'm sure that wasn't a problem in his mind. I don't think I, I see. I, th- I think I'm pretty a lot sure of people got the wrong. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I think a lot of people got the wrong idea. I think people the right idea. About what? How he feels about business? Yes. I don't feel. I don't feel like Brock walks around saying that he has to be the champ. I don't think he gives a shit about that. I think he really gives a shit about showing up, looking strong, incredible, and cashing a fucking check. And being a dick, yes, I'm sure he's a dick. But 
I think a lot of it. But then, hold on. This has, this has nothing to do. Yeah, but a lot of the blame that people put on Brock Lesnar, I think, is more Vince's fault than anybody than than Brock's. Than, That's than not even Brock. what we're mm-hmm. talking about. We're talking about. Do you think WWE would book the Miz to beat Brock Lesnar unnecessarily? Like, imagine this roller switch from Drew to Brock Lesnar. Do you think WWE would have them lose? Obviously, Bill said no. And you're going to say yes, they would do that. This isn't about Brock Lesnar. It's about WWE booking. Oh, okay. All right. Um, do I think? I don't know. I'm going to say no because they love their part-timers. I, I, I'll agree with that, but I'll, but I'll also say if, if, if they came across the right scenario, I could see them trying it. I, I could see it failing very miserably because they do that kind of shit all the time where they fail miserably. Well, they just did it now except with Drew McIntyre. But okay, look, we got Bill. What do you think of this match? Because we got a lot of matches to go through in one hour and now fifty minutes. I really want Bobby to retain the title. I I really do. I think he. <clears throat> excuse me. I think he has been the most improved wrestler in the last year, from where he was at and how he was being used, to now being the WWE champion, and. I just want I want him to keep the title, but in my mind I'm like, okay, they're gonna put it back on you. I'm just going to accept. Okay. It, you know? All right. So by the way, I want you both to keep an eye out on this match. This is the one that I think the lights go out. So if either of you can catch it, let me know. Um, okay, Bill, what's the next match that we're going over on night one? All right, so the other match for night one is Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Night. Okay, don't care about either of them. So whoever wins. Again, it's kind of like the same thing with Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Whoever wins, whatever, it's not like I'm really that affected. Right. Wow. Hopefully, I'm hoping Bianca wins. Just because I just don't want Sasha as champion right now. Okay. I I don't think there's a, a, a wrong win or lose in, the, in that scenario because like Sasha puts on great matches when she wants to like exactly. you know who she reminds me of in that sense because it's like she's she's either all in or she doesn't give a shit and you know who she reminds me of is Randy Orton he does the exact same shit he's either really invested in the program that he's in or he just phones it in okay and I could see somebody like Bianca you know, wanting her to step her game up. And if she's putting her over, make it look good. Because I think somebody like Bianca is going to motivate Sasha. And I think that's going to be one of those sleeper matches that we're going to be talking about after WrestleMania. All right. Um, Bill, do you want to add to that? Again, like I said, see, the problem with most of this, here's the thing. I'm gonna, this is going to be a pattern for the next um, 45 minutes or however long we're talking about this card. The I am grateful that there's not many, well, that there's not an onslaught of part-timers. I'm grateful for that. I really am. However, because they rely, this company relies so much on the part-timers, I don't care a lot about the current people. Like, you haven't given me a reason to care about most of these people. So I'm just saying this is probably going to be a pattern for me in the next 45 minutes. Um... Bill, do you want to chime in or do you want to go to the next match for night one? No, I just, I agree with everything Cooter said about Sasha Banks. That's exactly how I felt. And the fact that she still has a job 
is you know amazing especially with what happened a couple years ago at that wrestlemania um 35 oh yeah and, oh yeah you know oh. but no i i really think if bianca belair can motivate sasha like cooter said that could be one of the sleeper matches of this wrestlemania i will say this going into cuz i know i saw some discussion regarding this um both the Edge match and this match, one of them should main event each night. Because they want the Royal Rumble, but look, Bill, we know, me and you especially, that's not always the case. I No, I agree with you. I I think Sasha and Bianca should main event the But that's only because of the Royal Rumble. Other than that, I, exactly. I would probably say me, probably not. Right. All right. Want to move on to night yeah. two? Oh, that's right. There's only two okay. matches for night one. Okay, go ahead. Right. So these are the confirmed night two matches. Roman Reigns versus Edge for the Universal title. Maybe Daniel Bryan gets involved. Well, Not who knows? We might know in the next 45 minutes. That's true. Oscar uh, defends the Raw Women's title against Rhea Ripley. Mm. And Bray Wyatt burned Fiend... Against Randy Orton. So there's three matches then. So there's three matches then. Right. That's confirmed. Alright, so what's the first one again? And then we'll, we'll start with that. Uh, Roman Reigns and Edge. Alright, assuming Daniel Bryan. I'm going to assume that right now. Um, in fact, why don't we do this? Can you give me a SmackDown update? Yes, I can. Uh, let me get back. While you give me a look for that, Cooter, what are your thoughts on let's assume it's Edge versus Reigns versus Daniel Bryan? I think it's necessary to have uh, a veteran like Daniel Bryan in that match just because, God forbid, something happens to Edge at his his older age. Reigns is not the ring general who's going to be able to call that match. God forbid something happens to Edge. So you need somebody like Daniel Bryan who's going to be able to call it on the fly. And I think he's going to be able to keep everybody in, you know, He's going to be able to hold that match together with his style because he can pretty much have an amazing match with anybody. You know, he, to me, is... the He's like that Dolph Ziggler or that Shawn Michaels who can sell and his offense still does look believable too. So uh, I think it's necessary because I don't think alone Edge is going to have a good match with somebody that he hasn't touched... You know what I mean? Like we'll him see, Rand, but I, I actually think that, I, actually, okay. I was gonna say that's a problem to me. Is that if the reason why he's because he's not gonna have to, don't put him in the fucking main event? Oh, I agree with that. I don't think he should be oh, in the main event at all. Right? You're saying that because you're forced, you mean you? Not saying that you're forced, but you're since you're forced with the scenario. Yeah. That's why you think that I got you. Yes, exactly. I, don't, I mean that's the a WWE problem. Like you know, like people that. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying. They'll yeah, give us our snack tonight. Basically, what they're giving you is okay. at least they're giving you a courtesy spit, you know? <laughs> All right, so Seth, so Seth Rollins beat Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, there's, we had light a, put out. oh, there's the lights! I knew I remembered it. Yay! I knew I remembered it, and then all the phones go off. So funny. <laughs> Did the Undertaker just arrive? <laughs> And I remember say when when this happened, I was like, you know what? Good. I don't need to see this match. 
<laughs> well, you know what? With that in mind, real quick, Bill, I'm going to, in honor of this match, I'm going to take a bathroom break, real quick. So, while well, you guys talk amongst yourselves, why does he have to take the bathroom break in the women's match? That's so like <laughs> 2005. Well, and also <laughs> 2005 thing to say, like, and really. also because the lights went out. I probably <laughs> and to be fair, I probably would have wound up going to the bets around this time. I know, too, we would like, have, yeah, yeah, because it's the women's match. I know, yeah. Well, no, and also because the lights went out. Yeah, right. You you go with that. Enjoy your piss. Okay. <laughs> uh, you don't have to pee. Uh, it could be something else. Yeah. All right. All right. Enjoy your number two. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> if if I'm longer than expected, you'll know why. Uh huh. Okay, he's so he's going to be so mad when he comes back and listens to what we said about him. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so what's uh, what's the next match? Oh, from SmackDown? Oh, you're doing the SmackDown or are we doing the car? Oh, well, I mean, I don't have to. I mean, we can... We can Hold off on the that. SmackDown one because he's going to want to know what happened. Yeah. Oh, Satino pulling Maria. Oh God! I do. Do you remember him winning that battle, that women's battle royal? That's... Yes. I wanted to kill him so bad. Up, oh, Jerry Waller getting. And you know what now. made me laugh was I knew eventually he would be in the women's Royal Rumble. I think he did that either this year or last year. I was dang laughing. The funny part about that, because like when I saw it when it happened, I was like, oh man, Jim's gonna be so pissed. Because he hates Santino so much. And then when we talked about it, he was like, Oh, I didn't mind it that much. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that is not the reaction I thought I was going to get from you. Fastest this shit ever. <laughs> so what he's saying is he didn't wipe. Pretty much. There you go. There you go. We have stuff to talk about. We have like 10 matches in 45 minutes to still talk about. All right. So the rest of SmackDown that's happened, there was a six-man tag. Apollo Crews and the Alpha Academy beat Big E and the Street Profits. Who's the Alpha Academy? Chad Gable and Otis. Oh, my God. Really? It's a very strange pairing, but it's kind God, of fun. Otis was so cool, like, months and months ago. What happened? I know. I loved Otis. That's, my, that's the, the key thing I've learned during all of this is, like, don't cheer anyone because eventually they're going to make it like it's like you're stupid as hell for cheering them. Then we had the KO show. Mm. Special guest Sami Zayn. They're still doing things. And they're still huh? doing. Th- oh, look at this Snoop Dogg. Nibbity's nibbity. All right. So what, what, what did Kevin Owens have to say for himself? Alright, so they talked about Sami Zayn, you know, the documentary conspiracy storyline that Sami's got going. And then Sami brings up that he's had Twitter in a Twitter exchange with Logan Paul. And that Logan Paul is helping with the documentary and Logan Paul will be on SmackDown next oh, week. Oh no. Oh no. And then Sammy or Kevin Owens challenges Sami Zayn to a match at WrestleMania. To which Sami says yes. Okay, so that's a new match. Is that one that you already knew? That is is that one match. that you knew already or no? Okay. No. No. Uh, Daniel Bryan confronts Adam Pierce. Oof. 
Adam Pierce will make a decision on the World Heavyweight title match tonight. Uh, and the now the match they have on right now is Bianca Belair against Natalya. Oh, wow. I wonder who's going to win. Um, okay, so no, going back to the WrestleMania card, what's the next match? All right, so we talked about Roman Reigns and Edge. Uh, Asuka against Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's title. Cody, you can go first with this. I'm not mad at it because I, I, I had a feeling with with, with, with Charlotte being out and them promoting Rhea coming up to the main roster. I think it's a logical choice. You know, it, it kind of reminds me of when, when Sean had to step in for Hunter to face John Cena. You know, mm-hmm. like Rhea was the person who lost to Charlotte last year. She's that next person. I, it's 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 a rushed storyline, but I can see it being a good match. And I always do enjoy matches uh, where I see two people who have never touched before. And I, that's the one thing that's intriguing me. Uh, you know, Rhea's, Rhea's style and, and Asuka's style is through two completely different things. I want to see what these two can do. So, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he basically do a? Oh, I'm sorry. He did. Did Rhea basically do a Goldberg? Where she's like, I'm next, basically. No, she said like, you know, Charlotte was on a couple weeks ago and issued a challenge for WrestleMania, but because she has COVID, which she actually does mm-hmm. have, Rhea stepped up and was like, I challenge you, Oscar, for the Raw Women's title. At and no one else in that locker room that's a woman was able to do that. That actually had wins and have been on the show. All right, cool. Nope. You're such a dick. You just hate everything. <laughs> because none of this shit makes sense. This is why, did I not say earlier, like, why I hate this stuff now? Like, none of this shit makes any sense. Anyway, again, same thing. Um... Whatever, whoever wins wins. I, oh my God, you were gonna get a repeat WrestleMania match, and now you're getting something brand new. Let's hate on that. Cool stuff. Why don't you give them some build up? Why don't you actually have Rhea Ripley get a few wins or a win a number one contenders match? Is it that hard? You have like nine hours of programming a week. How many? They kill you, dude. What are you supposed to do when somebody gets COVID? You pull them and you and you move. It's forward. not like the event was three days later. You just have a number one contenders match. That's all I'm asking for. Oh my God! You need a number one contenders match. Okay. That's good. Or a battle royal. Give me something. So you were okay last year. Hold on, hold on. So match is actually a pretty good thing. Hold on. So you were okay yes last year with Goldberg just saying I am next. And you're comparing it's Apple. the same fucking thing it's not the same thing it's a fucking dumbass Goldberg that Vince has a hard on for but what I'm saying is in storyline they neither of them earned the shot does, it's fucking wrestling does anything does every little tiny thing have to make sense or yes for a TV show yes I like most of it I like a quarter of it to make sense for WWE so you're trying to tell me you've never watched a boxing match or a UFC fight that probably shouldn't have happened because it was a good matchup? First off, those are real sports. But no, it's the same. It's, not only that, but I didn't watch boxing number one. Like placement match on a UFC card that happens for no reason. But 
But these two didn't have a press conference. Or, or, at least give me a press I mean, conference. I don't know anything about boxing or UFC. I don't know how I'm supposed to respond to this. Oh, my God. All right. Well, there you go. It's the same. You can make and that. why is there a marching band on WrestleMania 24? Why not? It has to be. Pretty much. Yeah, I can imagine Triple H coming out. Triple H coming out to the marching band. That's not my new goal in life. I want to see Triple H come out to a marching band. I, I don't even remember who's the marching band. Who's the champion? Is it Orton or Triple H? It's Orton. Okay. It's Orton. Um, so, yeah. Get ready for me to hate on this show for the next half hour, Cooter. Bad news. Right, I'm just still going to challenge you at every turn. All right. So, the final match is confirmed for now, for night two, is the Fiend burned. Barbecue, crispy, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Bray Wyatt against Randy Orton. Remember how The Fiend was cool, like, a year ago? A year ago? Yes. Now he's just like a bad version of the Joker and Harley Quinn. Is this going to be a Firefly Fuckhouse match? They haven't announced it yet. All right, you know what? I'm 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 going to go first because I absolutely hate this. And I absolutely hate this because we've seen Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, and every time they have a match, it fucking sucks. That's why I think it's going to be a Firefly Fuckhouse match. Right, like that one that they had in that stupid fucking house. That should. Oh my god, that was a steaming pile of dog shit. All right, and then the second thing is, this was the actual build-up thing that they were actually doing very well. I was enjoying the storyline with him and Alexa Bliss. It was something different. They were making it work, and then you brought back fucking Freddy Krueger? What is this bullshit? Like, I was interested in where it was going. But, see, that's the first problem. And now I'm going to sound like Jim, because you give me something that I'm starting to enjoy, and it's like you said earlier. Don't like anybody, because they're just going to fuck them up for you later Right! I don't... Why have you not learned this? Oh, I agree with you, but not not in every situation. Yeah, with WWE, 90% of them. 90% is a fair, yes. Thank you. At least we agree on that. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm struggling to find that 10%, to be fair, but I'm sure it's there. Oh, the production. I'm always impressed by WWE's production values. There's your 10%. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Oh, um, <laughs> goodness. I didn't, Cooter, you actually ended that really abruptly. I didn't think you were done. No, I, I, you know what, I, I don't know what to say about this feud. I really don't. This is like the one time where I'm like, I hate it, but I don't know why I hate it. Well, here's what's funny. Like every, I've been reading like some some people like saying like, again, like you, me and you, Bill said. Remember how like the fiend was so cool last year, and people are like, what happened? I'm like, I think it's pretty obvious. Alexa Bliss happened. The Fiend is it? It's just like when the Undertaker back in the day, all of a sudden, Sarah decided to be an on-air character. Like there's certain characters that don't need anybody else as part of them, and I think the Fiend was one of them. Right. I'm with you on that, but I, but I'll also say in his absence, her character, to me, because here's the thing: I just started watching again. I'd say maybe three months ago. And at first, I first came back because of NXT. I was interested. But when I started watching Raw, the stuff I liked, 
her business, and for some reason, Alexa Bliss's character. I don't know why. I, I thought it was a nice switch for her. But where it's taken us, you know, it's like, oh, okay, you know what? I was wrong. I apologize. I was wrong. Please take this shit back. Put it back on the shelf. <clears throat> all right. Um. All right. The rest of the matches that we know. Are yeah. How many do we have left? Because have I'm just kind of timing it now. Because we have to a half hour. How many do we have left? Uh. Well, we've got now with Owens and Zayn, we have six. Okay. We can... water shit. Okay. So go ahead. What's the next? So these these are unconfirmed now. This list. These are confirmed. Oh, matches. these are confirmed, but we don't know what night. But we don't know what night. Right. Let's go. Okay. New Day defending the Raw Tag Team titles against AJ Styles and Omus. Okay. I'm I'm gonna take this one first. I'm actually kind of interested in this match because AJ has been really good these last six months, and Omus. See, I pronounced it right, Kim. Um, that's an interesting character only because of his size and how very little he talks, but when he talks, it actually is good, mm. like good segments. So I'm kind of interested to see how he does in the ring. Okay. Cool. You want to go next on that one? AJ Styles looks like a basketball standing next to that dude. He really it's, does. It's, 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 and I think it's a great pairing. It And it reminds me of that Shawn Michaels Diesel thing because as as big as Diesel is, the fact that you put him with a shorter Shawn made him look that much bigger. And so mm-hmm. I'm reminiscing on that. And, and, and again, it's like you're saying, with he's not talking much, but when he does, it's working. And AJ's just been been solid. So yeah, it, it is interesting. And I think you got that wily veteran like Kofi and you know and that other trombone playing idiot. So I mean they can work. Huh? At least that's not in common that I hate the new day as well. I think they're one of things. I hate that and fucking gimmick so bad. I wish it would end and it's one of the reasons like I'm like like, I feel like if I was talking to people about pro wrestling outside of things like this, I would be like... That's the one you wouldn't mention, because you don't want to be hope, embarrassed. Right, I hope that you don't see the New Day shit. Um, look, I mean, for me... Bill, you could probably answer this maybe more than Cooter. Does WWE have the weakest tag team division in wrestling? I, I think yes. so, too. So, right there, I kind of don't really have that much of a care... It doesn't even matter if AJ and um, what is the name again? I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, won anything for it? Cause I mean, the tag team towers are so like not even a thing to me for WWE. Um, that being said, they love the new day. So I expect them to win because even though Biggie was separated from them, what was it like a couple months ago? Don't worry when they they get they make sure at every moment those three are together when they have a chance to. So hey, all I'm gonna say, at least with AJ, is it's a lot better than what I originally heard he was right. going to have for WrestleMania. Right. Yes, I agree. Yes. Wait, what was what was the rumor? Triple fucking H. Yep. I'm not mad at that. I would be furious, but you know what? It's not happening. So it's fine. So it's fine. 
Um, okay, next match, I think, right? Yeah, because we have... Yeah, next match, uh, Intercontinental title, Big E against Apollo Crews. So I heard Apollo Crews actually has a gimmick now? Yes. Can people tell me a little bit more about this? He has multiple wives? He's, like, related to, like, a Nigerian king from, like, a hundred plus years ago. I just heard he had multiple wives and apparently developed an accent. Yeah, that's... If I'm not mistaken, and I could be wrong, because he used to do this whole Uha Nation thing beforehand, um, and it was a gimmick that worked very well for him on the indies. So I mean, if any anything than that smiling fucking, I, I hate that. I'm just happy to be here. Smile. It's that Jason Jordan smile that I fucking want. I'm just happy to be here. I'm Kurt Angle's boy, like that kind of shit. Finally, they're they're putting him in a direction where I think he can make this work, and because he's a he's an amazing worker, and he has great matches when you put him up with people. He just needs a proper character, and that that Jordan Miles like smiling bullshit all the time is is only going to get you so far. It's not going to get you past the mid card. Isn't that like half of the roster? Like the the good guys, like aren't they just all yeah, like smiley? The, the, yeah, it's the just. And all the bad man. guys are like, oh, I'm mean. Like, isn't that just WWE? Like that's yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I agree, with you, I agree with you. I agree with you with the Apollo Crews. Like, he has to have a character, but so do like fucking at least eighty percent of the other roster does too. Oh no question. No, that's their, that's their that's their the biggest knock on them for me. There's right. always been their character development, but right. when they when they get it right, they get it right. That but again, I'm, say. But again, I'm, I hesitate to get inv- invested in Apollo Crews because I know what they did to Otis. I know what they. Who's the other one, Bill, that I liked in the last couple of months? Oh fuck, I forgot now. Who was it? Not what show? I feel like SmackDown because I watched SmackDown when there were no fans, like the long streak. Um, um, uh. I can't. I know there was someone else, and I just can't think of who it was. And I remember they were like, "Oh no, we're gonna change them." Obviously, we've talked about the fiend. I like the fiend last year, but that's not what I'm thinking of. Was it? Was it Cesaro and Shinsuke? I think you were no, Nakamura. No. no. I'll think of it one. I'll think of it at some point. Not today, but because they brought Nakamura back to that strong style gimmick, and I'm really digging him again. Well, that's good. I mean, I, I, does he, did he go back to his old song at least? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yes. good. That's a plus. That's what we loved in 2018 Royal Rumble. Yes. We loved yeah. him there. That was the best Royal Rumble of the 2010s, for sure. The men's 2018 Royal Rumble. All the others were like, okay. If I remember correctly. Correct me. Yeah. I don't know if, I mean, obviously 2016 sucked, but. Um, okay, next match. Bad Bunny versus Here we go. The Miz. Go ahead, Cooter. I know you want to get mad at this. No thanks. No, no. They can take this. No, well, let me go. Trust me. Trust me. They can take this whole idea that bad. I, I. There always has to be that one celebrity bullshit match that's just gonna fucking be filler for the card, and. I haven't been mad at him on Raw as, like, Damian Priest's manager type thing. You know, they have a good back and forth. It's, it, it was fun. But for him to be in a match with, with somebody like The Miz, even though The Miz is kind of like a wimpy character, what the fuck are we doing? 
we, we could put we could put anybody else over using the Miz, you know. But we're gonna use Bad Bunny, who's not gonna show up after fucking WrestleMania. What's the point? What's the point? What's the Miz supposed to do the next night on Raw? Well, originally it was going to be a tag match, where it would be Bad Bunny and Damian Priest against Miz and Morrison. And then I guess somewhere within the last few weeks, they changed their mind to making it Bad Bunny against The Miz. Because I would way much rather see Damian Priest in a handicap match than than Miz (laughs) against the fucking, against Bad Bunny. It is so, give me Damian Priest and Morrison over that. Please, that would be an amazing matchup. But no, you got... You got no, fucking got, John Morrison, an amazing John talent, Morrison, an amazing being a fucking talent, manager to a fucking wimpy bum like the fucking Miz. And I'm not saying that, it, you know, that like the Miz is a bad, is but bad. as his character, he's but just like the wimpy fucking like little heel. Like and and, and mm-hmm. Jomo is his goddamn, his little roadie. Jomo's so talented. You're I mean, they're basically doing their act from 10 years ago. Of course, and it was old then, and it's even, it's, it's terrible, even more terrible now. Right. Yeah, that's, and that's part of the problem. It's, I mean, I liked it back then, but I'm like, look, even though I liked it back then and 10, year, 10 years ago, I'm like, come on, think of new shit. Well, Miz was also yeah. a different character then, with the top hat and all that shit. Like, he was a completely different you know, style of, of, of even promo, like everything about him was different. So it worked then, but it doesn't work in this iteration right, I agree, as yeah. Miz being this movie star character. It's fucking terrible. Also, you have to remember that back in 10 years ago when they were doing this, well, actually over, more than 10 years ago, I feel like they did it in like 2008, They were on for Christ's sake. Right, so back then though, YouTube wasn't as big then, so it was like revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that point, now it's like, oh, same yeah. shit, different day, another problem that WWE has, but um, I don't know. I, I, um, I don't know. Yeah, Bad Bunny. I, I I'm surprised more because of the fact that, um, as Bill and I talked about in our Eliminator Royal Rumble podcast, um, episode for the Men's Royal Rumble, I was like, wow, they're actually making Damian Priest seem like a big deal, and I didn't really know that much about him until watching that Royal Rumble. So to me, it seemed like an instinct that it would be a tag team match. So I'm a little surprised by that to be honest with you. But then again, if we go back to our theme for this past hour, uh, don't care about anything WWE builds up. So it might be part of that. So what's the, oh, Bill, do you want to give thoughts or do you want to go to the next match? No, I, I don't have anything else. You're not going to sing your favorite bad bunny song. I don't know what it would be. It's also probably in a different language. Exactly. Uh, Next match is Braun Strowman against Shane Garbage. McMahon. Why is Shane McMahon even here? Obviously, this is the match okay. that I'm going to be the most mad about. All right, let me tell you how this ha- or how this came up. So, Braun got angry that he wasn't in the Elimination Chamber match because it was for people who had won the WWE yeah. title. He'd only won the Universal right. title. So, you know, okay, that makes sense to keep him out. So Shane, so he blamed Shane McMahon for this and Shane tries to help him 
by putting him in a tag title match with Adam Pearce, which they obviously lost because they're not tag team champions. So, they had a shot to be tag team champions? Uh, Are you f- yeah. Oh okay, go ahead. So the next week, Braun wanted an apology from Shane for what happened. And he semi-kinda did. And then Shane had later in the night called Braun stupid. So this is big show Shane McMahon from okay. 20 years ago. Probably done better then. Okay. <laughs> and then... And then... I mean, Shane was like a fresh act 20 later, years ago, so of course it was done. That is true. He was a fresh act. And then, about a week or two after that segment, they had a match on Raw. And it ends up where Shane McMahon pours slime over Braun Strowman... <laughs> Well, they've been watching like, lots of Paramount Plus. Yeah, oh boy, much. let's go back to the Nickelodeon days. Ugh. Hey, oh, hey, I dude, was just there at the Paramount Plus. Oh, physical challenge, yeah, Double Dare. <laughs> you know what? I'd rather be talking about Double Dare right now. You and me both, bro. <laughs> well, we 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 could do that in a little bit. Um, so then they were supposed to have a match at Fastlane. Shane injured his leg. He has a substitute in Elias. Braun beats him. And then Raw this past Monday, Braun, I think, had another match with Elias. And Shane hit him with a crutch. And Braun challenged Shane to a match at WrestleMania. And Shane's like, yes, we'll do it. You can pick any match you want, which he didn't say. Sure, will be no disqualification thing so he could jump off the highest thing possible. Yay! I'd like... You know what? I'd like it to be a first slime. <laughs> okay. Because you, you can't edit that out on Peacock. Sure. You know, no one gets offended by wow. slime. I am... Of course you can... All right, rock, All right, so... rock paper, scissors. Who's going first? You go I'll go first. So, I don't know. I just feel like somehow Shane McMahon's going to win. Yeah. Uh, I am so mad at this. I know. I'm so mad that like I don't even have words right now. Actually, uh, every year since he came back, we're, we're always talking about. All right, we, we don't need Shane and his his shitty rabbit punches that look fucking terrible. Okay, you, you had one good match with Kurt Angle. You should have stayed retired. You should have stayed away. He's a great on-screen talent as like an authority figure. If I thought him and Vince was good. WrestleMania yeah. 17. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that was after Kurt Angle. Yeah, saying. that's Oh, awesome. was it? I'm sorry. Maybe it might not have been. We're talking 20 years ago. I'm just trying to remember when the Kurt... Was it 2000 or 2001, the Kurt Angle match? As a one, because it was started the shitty invasion angle. You're right. Okay, sorry. Sorry, continue, Cooter. We, we, we've just gotten to a point where why do we have to put Shane in a match? No, no Shane is not selling subscriptions. No one's buying pay-per-views to see fucking Shane McMahon. Sure, no one's selling subscriptions. Yeah, great. Guess what? I, I'm waiting for the day now that he keeps getting older and older and he wants to do his... He wants to get his fucking shit in and do his spot. I hope he breaks his fucking leg. Wow. I really do. I Because I, I'm overseeing him. He doesn't have good matches. The fact that when he came back, he had a match. He's had a match with nothing but top main talent. AJ, he had AJ Styles, right? 
He's had The mm-hmm. Undertaker. He's had uh, I mean, arguably the Miz was, was but I'm, last year, that year was a was a higher name talent. Why are we wasting good talent on fucking Shane McMahon? Maybe we could have had Miz's dad again. Oh, oh, that would have been great. Bill, what were your thoughts? <laughs> what a yes. Shane versus Miz. No, dad? Shane versus Strowman. Oh, that was. Oh, like I said, it's. Shane and Big Show from 20 years ago. That's really all it is. You know what the... Go ahead. And I feel... I kind of feel bad for Braun because, you know, he ended up winning the Universal title last year at WrestleMania, and now he's going to be put in some stipulation match with Shane McMahon and will probably lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the shame for, for Braun because he, he always gets the short end of the stick. Lately, every WrestleMania... He had a squash match against Goldberg last year. He's got to be in this bullshit. And, I mean, let us not remind him the day where he, him and Nicholas won the fucking tag titles oh, at WrestleMania. God. So I'm just tired of, of Braun, who's always used as his physical awesome talent. But when it comes time for the biggest pay-per-view of the year, you just make him look like a fucking jackass. And let's not forget the Battle Royal from a couple years oh, ago. okay. All right. Let's well, not. You're right. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> uh, I, I meant, what I meant by that was the, 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 uh, the weak use of him. That's what I meant. Yeah, of course. It's, it's like taking out the weekend update, guys. Okay. All right. What's the, how many matches do we have left? Because I'm just checking on the time here. We have two more that are confirmed, and then I'll tell you the quote-unquote... All right, so we got to go through this. Obviously, this is going to run to the next hour, so let's just go, go. Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. I mean, again, whatever, whoever wins, wins. Why do I, like, is it for anything or no? No, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, there's no... They've had a nice build-up storyline on SmackDown, so I'm really not mad at this, and I think it's going to be... A good match, you know. They're the the whole Seth Rollins trying to restart his like little crew and wanted to add Cesaro and Cesaro wanted no part of him and has no respect for him. Like to me, it's it's a basic storyline and you know it's enough for me to be like, all right, at least they're uh, at least they're not going over the top to make it ridiculous. And these we're gonna put on a fucking a classic. This is gonna be on the men's side. This is gonna be the sleeper match of the night for me. I know your thoughts. I know your thoughts. Yeah, I think this is going to be a good match. Um, I think Cesaro, you know, he's been waiting for an opportunity like this for a while, and to have it with a guy like Seth Rollins, who, when he does, when he can, he can mm-hmm. deliver. You know, he he's not like Randy or Orton or Randy or Orton, Randy or Sasha, where he picks and chooses. He just happens to have times where. He has the wrong person to work with. All right, so who's the next match? I'm because we gotta go a little bit quicker here. Okay, so the final match, the new one that I mentioned a little while ago, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I can't believe these two are still fighting. But again, same as last time. Why do I care? So why do I care? Whatever. Fight, Fight forever, forever, sure. Fight forever. Uh, your thoughts? Ah. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, there's, they, they will never put on a, a terrible match, in my opinion. I, I'm always for it. And they've kept them far away from each other for long enough to where, like, now 
they're going to put on that big match they've always wanted to put on the big stage and I, 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 I think they're going to fucking tear the house down because they never disappoint those two alright Bill next match like I said we're rushing a little bit here because we're kind of trying to get okay. so now we're into the projected okay. matches um, there's two different Smackdown tag team title matches one is Dolph and Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode against the Street Profits the other is a four-way match with the same two teams plus Otis and Chad Gable and Ray and I mean, this is easy for me. I'll kill two birds with one stone. Why do I care about any of this? Why do I care about any of this? Okay, so you're up, and then I can ask my question on the whole purpose of this hour. Go ahead. Um, I don't care. This is one I actually don't care about. The problem is because it's the tag team division. We've got no reason to care about the tag team division. Yeah, the tag teams mm-hmm. are fucking trash now. Yeah, yeah. Which is sad. so. Here's my, so here's my question for you, and it's kind of more of I guess a question for me in some ways is, um, are you watching both nights? And if you're not, or if you are, is there anything that can stop you from watching one of the nights? Or like, what is your what 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 are your plans here, both of you? You want to start I, this I haven't Cooter? decided because I'm not a WWE Network subscriber. I don't have the Peacock. If if I was to get the Peacock, in all honesty, I don't know if I would watch. I would probably watch both nights, but I think I'm more likely to watch the NXT stuff because I've been loving the, their build on all their storylines. And, uh, like, they're simple. They work. It's they not terribly overdone, not terribly and the overdone, matches are always incredible and deliver. Bill, what about you? I probably will end up watching both nights, just because it's mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Um, the only, I think, the only way it would turn me off is if they got somebody on there that is like, like a celebrity maybe that I really don't okay. like. That would maybe be the only thing that would turn me off from not watching both okay. nights. Now, for me, uh, it's it's hard to tell for me because obviously this being probably the last wrestling show I'm doing, at least for a while, part of me is like, uh, I guess WrestleMania is kind of like my personal series finale, so maybe I should kind of watch it. Um, but then I'm like, but then I'm like, here's what here's what I think is the most likely thing that's gonna happen to me. I'm gonna wait till the day of. Then I'm gonna be like, oh, it's, you know, like an hour before WrestleMania night one. What am I doing? And is there now? I think there's a better chance probably for me to watch a show on a, on the Sunday show. But on the Saturday show, I'm gonna be like. You know, we talked in the first two hours of, like, all these different things on HBO Max and Disney Plus and whatnot. If I'm really in that mood, I can easily say, you know what? I'd rather fucking watch Godzilla than WWE tonight. But if there's nothing on, I can easily see that, say that, like, see that I start watching it. I mean, certainly it's not in the realm of possibility that I don't watch it because, like I said before, last year's WrestleMania, the last full one I watched was WrestleMania 28, I think. Um, so it's not like most people where they're like, I'm not going to watch it this year, and yet they've watched every single one for the last fucking 15 years. Um, 
So here's what my best so guess is going to happen. I'm going to turn it on. I'm going to watch a little bit of it. I'm going to remember how much the fans suck. And then I'm going to wind up turning it off. Because especially if Hogan comes out and fans cheer him, I'll be like, they should have booed him. I think I'm going to play Persona 5. I can totally see that. But then again, like if Titus is night one, which I didn't even think that that was a possibility that they're both on separate nights, um, you know, maybe it's a different story. You know, maybe it's a different story. Yeah. So it's going to be a, definitely be a day of thing for me. Um, okay. Pro, there's definitely more of a chance of a Saturday because obviously Monday I work and, you know, Sunday. I mean, I didn't buy the last AEW pay-per-view because it was on the Sunday. So I'm fickle like that, too. Because I've worked, so I can't really enjoy the Especially, did it run till midnight? Thank God I didn't buy it. I would have had, like, six hours of sleep for work and it would not have been worth it. Or any wrestling event, really. Um, you see that explosion at the end of the night, you would have been so mad. I think I would have been more upset the fact that I am not getting enough sleep now because of this. Because even for Royal Rumble, my main complaint was it went too long and it was unnecessary for it to go this long. Like, I, I would start looking at AEW show and be like, these two matches did not need to happen. And it could have been shorter. Can we normalize shorter wrestling shows, please? That's what I would like. Well, that's always been the knock on Raw. That three hours is just too much. Right. It is. And that's why I'm kind of okay with this fucking switch, the way that they're doing it two nights now. Because if if they can do it where it's two hour, two and a half hours each night, because you know they're going to want to get a five hours worth of shit. If it's two and a half hours, I'm I'm likely, you know, going to watch both of them. Because, you know, it's it's not that long. Like, if you watch everything with the pre-show, you're looking at an eight-hour day. And that's one of my biggest turnoffs of wrestling, not even just WWE. It feels like a job now. Yes. It feels like a fucking job just to keep up with it. Do you know why I love wrestling right now? Because of Hulu. Because of the way that watching TV has changed. But that, I, doesn't the, that doesn't change the amount of time. Yeah, it does, because I fast-forward through the yeah, bullshit. I do. I'm a, a fast-forward fast <laughs> you know, master. If Plus, I, who I, has I a shorter all version? All the backstage segments, I go through all the matches I don't give a fuck about, and I watch the, the stuff that I care about. Plus, Hulu has less of the show, does it not? Uh, they have all of SmackDown and... I think they no, because I thought it was a thing. Maybe this was this is all. I know it used to happen. It might not happen anymore. I thought what it was was like they would cut down. Because I always remember seeing articles. Here's what they cut from Hulu because they had to have a certain they amount of time. They cut things off of Raw. Raw is yeah, a 90 minute show, edited. They basically cut out all the entrances, a, a lot of the backstage segments that are worthless, and whatever match that they felt was the shittiest on the card. Uh, NXT gets edited down from the two-hour broadcast to one hour. By the way, I would totally tune into. Gets everything. By the way, I would totally tune in to at least check out NXT again, if when they moved to Tuesday they went back to that one-hour format, for sure. I have no interest in their uh, continuing two-hour format. Their two-hour format does right. not bother me. It definitely bothers me, but okay. So. Okay. 
Um, which this kind of brings a transition into what I, as this is the last hour. Oh, actually, there's two minutes left. Bill, why don't you give us a SmackDown update? That's what I was just going to say. Or a Ring of Honor update. Yep. Okay, I'll do SmackDown real quick. Daniel Bryan has been added to the Universal title. I figured that was going to happen. So that, so we knew that was going to happen. With Ring of Honor, this is what has happened since we did the first match. Six-man tag team title match. Shane Taylor Promotions defeated Mexa Squad to stay the six-man tag champions. Why are there six-man uh, tag team Kenny, champions there? Uh, I guess it's that whole New Japan. I don't know. It was cool when they um, had the kingdom. They had a Ring of Honor... They had a Ring of Honor television title match. Kenny King, who was substituting for Dragon Lee, wrestled Tracy Williams. Tracy Williams won the television okay. title. Okay. Flip Gordon against Mark Briscoe. Flip Gordon won that Wait, match. Wait, isn't Flip Gordon Montana's favorite son or something like that? I, I believe so, <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Okay, good. Uh, Dalton Castle against Josh Woods. Dalton Castle won. And they are currently on EC3 against God, I'm so sad that EC3 signed with Ring of Honor when he had that hot thing with Impact for with Moose. Like, I thought that that was going to be, hey, EC3 is coming home, and that wasn't the case. All right. I also have confirmed from Mike Johnson uh, the matches we talked about that are set now for night one. And night oh, okay, two. cool. So, beside okay for night one, besides the SmackDown Women's Title Match and the WWE Title Match, Miz versus Bad Bunny, Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman, New Day against AJ and Omus, and Seth and Cesaro are all night one. Night two, the Universal Title Match, the Raw Women's Title Match, Kevin Owens against mm. Sami Zayn. Randy Orton against The Fiend and Big E against Apollo Creed. That two's definitely got the better card. Alright. So I think going about the... um, So like I said, this is last hour is basically going to focus on... You know, just like stuff... I'm not talking about a main... Like one promotion in particular because I feel like in a lot of ways some of these topics I'm going to bring up uh, is a wrestling in general type of situation. I kind of want to know how you guys feel. So obviously like, you know, one of the reasons I'm like, Oh, let's do me and Bill are going to do Bill learns kingdom hearts, which is our half hour bill watching the kingdom hearts movie and us talking about it and whatnot and kind of leaving wrestling on the back burner, at least for now, because there's so many things that like, I just can't stand about wrestling anymore. I'm curious what you guys think. And one of them we kind of touched on leading into the, in the previous hour was the fact that there's too much content out there at this point. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, NXT is moving to Tuesday and then impacts moving to Thursday, which would mean that Monday through Friday, there's a new wrestling show every single day. It's such a chore. Even if I want to watch non-WWE stuff, it's still a chore at this point. What do you guys think? Too much out there or not enough? I'd be surprised if you said not enough, to be honest with you. 
<laughs> well, from my standpoint, I watch so much television as it is, you know, because of Hulu and, and, and not wanting to watch commercials. It's it's easier that way. But the fact that it's, it's, it's the length of the shows, if those shows were an hour, I could easily fit them in my schedule. Right. But when we're, when we're talking a two hour show every night when, when I want to watch something else, like. I, I don't know if, if anybody watches anything on NBC, but I'm I'm looking forward to that episode coming up of uh, Law and Order SVU because they're bringing back that that character from years ago. Okay, and it's like right. you know that's something that even though the, the that show it, to me is is also going that route of like being political and whatnot, but they do things to try to to balance it out. Where I feel like wrestling isn't balancing out their shows as much as they should, and they're just too long to begin with. Well, I'm mean, like, put it this way: let's see, let's do a normal two-hour show that would apply to Dynamite and um, or SmackDown, because I don't want to single out any promotion on this, because I do feel on, on this discuss this last hour. When I look at that, I'm like, all right, two hours. I could watch at least two episodes of a show that I'm really interested in in that time. And at least I know from those two shows, eventually, it might not be that day, it might not be that week, but it'll probably be within the next two or three weeks, there will be an ending that I will be either satisfied at or furious about. Wrestling doesn't have that because it's continuous. So there's no ending to... All the time that you're spending to do it. Oh my God, that's so true. You know, that's like it's like doing drugs. A hundred percent is. That's a great comparison. Because it, it, because you're literally that first hit of whatever drug, whether it's say cocaine or heroin, nothing's ever going to be as good as that first initial. Oh my God, that that feeling, right? You're constantly chasing the dragon watching wrestling. And not only that, you yeah, it's always continuing. Like one of the reasons I, I can't get into New Japan is because, you know, it's in uh, unless there's a way that I don't know of, it's in another language. Now, obviously, you know, there's probably closed captions. Cool. Well, they have yeah, English. they have English comics. English they have Kevin Kelly doing it. Do they? Okay, I didn't. I I was actually yeah. not aware of that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So bad example. But. Going back to my point is like there's no ending to it, and I'm just like, and and I'll throw this out there to you. I don't know if this you guys agree. I'm really curious about this. I think right now is the best time to not be a wrestling fan. And I'm not saying that as a diss to be as a wrestling fan. I'm saying that because for the first time in our lives. There's so much shit on streaming. Even if you don't like the new stuff, you could watch stuff that you grew up on. Yeah. You could, like me, I kind of want to rewatch Super Mario World from back in the day on Paramount. Oh my don't God. like that? Maybe you want to watch some reality TV. Don't like that? You could watch your favorite drama, your favorite horror movie, your favorite or horror series. There's so much choice out there versus wrestling that's like more or less the same thing. For the most part. Yeah. Let me introduce this concept for you then. Do you think, like, all right, so when you're watching anything television-wise, there's, there's always, 
you know, the beginning, middle, and ending. And we've always argued that, like, these guys, they never get any fucking time off, and it's always continuous. If, if, they, if they were nine months out of the year, and they had that three months where they were gone, do you think it would be more palatable for you to watch on a regular basis? I used to not think that, but I do think I would lean towards that now. Because if you give, like a regular TV series, if you give a cliffhanger at the end of the quote-unquote series finale, then at least you know that you're building towards something. I mean, let's face it. You have all these, we just talked about a shitload of matches for WrestleMania. Right. How many are you just going to see within a month or two months' time again? Mm -hmm. True. True. And you know that's going to be the case unless it was... You know, a part timer coming back, which you know, then they probably won't have that. And you know what? Even so, they might still do it with that too. It just would be at SummerSlam. I swear to God, I always said if if they would just shut down and not do anything from say September September to January, right? September, October, maybe October, November, and December. Don't do shit, right? Because. Or, or for me, the best thing would do would be January to August. Because January, I mean, that's your World Rumble. You go into Mania, and you and you end your you end it off with SummerSlam. We don't need the fucking Survivor Series anymore. Like it's. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you're also would be featured in times starting in January. Most television series are on break. So you do better in the ratings. Well, can I, can I, can I ask you this thing? You have no sports, really, that are that are watched on those nights. So, I mean, you would do better in the ratings, and it would be a commodity as opposed to a weekly episodic uh, nightmare. Well, can I ask you this, then? Because, again, I'm kind of keeping my thing to, like, it's a problem with all wrestling. That was clearly just a WWE timetable. Would you have every promotion be that timetable? Ah. <sighs> See, that's where it gets hard. That's where it gets hard. But still, why doesn't everyone make their own timetable? But here's the thing. I don't watch the other fucking promotions, so I don't really care. So that's that's the thing. What they do with their audience, like, and I'm not trying to shit on AEW or Impact because I hear, like, Impact to a certain extent puts on a, a... they've been better and again i don't see how they're benefiting from you know somebody like kenny omega coming in and just beating up yeah it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense like if anybody's getting the rub it's aew because you know they've been taking their lackluster show and you know featuring the good brothers who are just killing it everywhere you know and and, and i love those guys but like to my point i'm not watching it but you know, I'll listen to their podcast, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll listen. Uh, you get what I'm saying. Okay, so it's not really the right question to ask you. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Bill, what about you? Yeah. Um, Bill, what about you? So, okay, so the thing with there being wrestling every week, the problem is going to be for the very diehard fan is they will lose track of what's going to be on on a certain night. So, like, they won't lose track of Raw, because everyone knows it's Monday Night Raw. It's in the title of the show. But let's say, like, we do Tuesday, and it's like, oh, there's something on, but I don't remember. And then you get to, like, maybe halfway through the show, and you're like, 
oh shit, I missed NXT. And let's say they don't have Hulu or Peacock and they can't get to watching it. And it's like, you know, I miss, I missed an important thing. Um, for me, I know Wednesday is my hardest night for wrestling because as AEW and NXT are on at the same time for however much longer it is with NXT, the Masked mm-hmm. Singer is on. And I have to switch back and forth between three shows. Now, with NXT gone to Tuesdays, it's going to help me a little bit. But there's still the problem of going back and forth. Okay, what's going to keep my attention? Is it going to be a match? Or is it going to be some former big star in a costume? You know? So there's that problem. And then for me, Tuesdays and Thursdays are like my not TV nights because there's really nothing on unless it's like a baseball game, which is starting up next week. So I'll probably be watching baseball on those, you know, not all, not always, but you know, maybe once or twice a month. And then with SmackDown, you know, they just happen to be put on a Friday. You know, there's nothing I can really say to help them there. The problem also is you have some promotions that are not on TV. And I give you two very good examples. Major League Wrestling, their show is on Wednesday on YouTube at 7 o'clock. I, I've, I don't watch it, but I know that they have that show on Tuesday, or on Wednesday nights. The other one, and Jim, you're going to be happy what? to hear this is NWA Power. They're now on Fight TV, and they have, like, a thing where you can watch, like, you can subscribe for, like, their their season for $5. So, you know, you have that as well. And I think at some point, and it won't be this year, somebody's going to realize wait a minute, we have too much going on, we need to cut back, um, we need to, we, we, we need to, you know, just cut back. And one of the things that I remember, or and, and, and I was even thinking about this when you guys were talking earlier, when Chikara was around, their season ended in like November, right. and they would take two or three months off and then they would start their new year. So it can work. The only difference is you're talking about Chikar, which was an independent promotion and WWE, which is the biggest promotion in the world. With the biggest ass in the ring so, right now too. Right <laughs> yeah, really Kim Kardashian with the second best line of the night. <laughs> Well, um, what was the first, Bill? Uh, what was the first, Bill? Oh, the Make-A-Wish Kids. <laughs> it still gives me. Stand up. Take a bow. Stand up. Take a bow. Yes. And then they show the poor kid in a wheelchair. Okay, so she announces the attendance, and then she's like, that's a lot of people. Yeah, it's big. That's really it's big. big. It's, it's really big. big. Yeah, yeah so's your ass. Yeah. It's really so big. Ass. 
Like Ray J's. So loud. <laughs> like so, Kanye's bank account. Oh shit. So what's a couple of the other things that I'm kind of tired of, and and again, this doesn't go to a general promotion. There's too many title belts. So many, like it feels like I'm in an era of everyone get you get a championship and you get a championship. I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't think in 2021 there is a need for a secondary title. A secondary title was used in the 80s and the 90s because there wasn't as much TV as there is now. Now we have a shitload of TV that these promotions have to cover. I'm pretty good with there just being. You know, just the world, I guess, a women's, because that's politically correct these days. And a tag team title. Done. Three. And uh, we kind of bought it a little bit earlier. Like, why the fuck does Ring of Honor have a six-man tag team by title? Right. Your thoughts. <sighs> and by the way, I'll be right back, because I thought I heard something at my, uh, my window real quick. <laughs> I think that's some people messing around, but let me just make sure. So chime in. I'll be right back. I'm going to say it like this. I used to have this argument with Credo on our podcast all the time. He hated that there were so many championships. But my argument has always been you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. If you start taking away titles with that overinflated roster you have, you have a bunch of people who are fucking fighting for nothing. That puts more... Yeah. Like, it's, it's, easier, it's easier to write storylines and television when you have people who are just going after titles it did that kind of shit mm-hmm. just writes itself but you know yeah. what you take away all the secondary titles then you actually have to do something that make the matches mean something and the writing has to be good and it just won't it's it, 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 it's too hollywood these people they need something to chase after Otherwise, there's no point. And but at what point is he right? Is it too many titles? I I, I don't know the answer to that. But that's it. Oh, okay. Well, I was gonna say with AEW, right now they're at a good position because they have the their world title, they have a TV title, tag title, and women's title. That's it. And I don't really count the FTW title because that's more of a gimmick title. So AEW is fine with four. The only reason I accept the TNT title because I'm like, that feels like a Turner thing. So, all right, I guess you got to play nice. So I get it. Right. Whereas with WWE, it's like you have to have a book to keep track of all the, including NXT. Because NXT just introduced the women's Are you tag kidding team me? Titles. I didn't even know that. Are you kidding me? I didn't even know no, that. No. I wasn't I'm even not. mad at that at first because... You know what's fucked I, up? Is I think out of all the shows and all of the divisions, the NXT women's division, tag division, is probably the best out of any of the tag team divisions on any of the shows. You know what would be an... You know what would be an e- oh, fuck. My, what a shock. I knew this whole episode couldn't happen without this. A WWE Network problem. Hold on. It froze on me. Where are you guys at? Because now I have to go realign myself. We were... Three hours... 30 seconds. 30 
seconds. Yep. All right, this should be fine then. Okay. It's all right. You have ten minutes like, until the match starts. The Undertaker is making his entrance. <laughs> right. Um. No. Like. So look. Here's like you said. Honestly, I feel like for WWE, a lot of their problems would be solved. I know they'll never do this. But just make one of the shows men's and one of them women. I don't know why they don't do it. I mean, there's a WNBA and an NBA. Right. Like, today I was watching a WNHL right. game. Why are they the only... That's that's really what they should do, but they won't. But no, so anyway, too you many... You know why they won't? It won't draw. That's... Well, yeah, you're right. That's the underlying thing people fail to understand is that the women aren't actually a draw in WWE. And, and it's a shame because, don't get me wrong, I think, I think they got a lot of talented people, you know, and, and I think a lot of them are being used in the wrong way, but I think... You know, women's wrestling as, as talented as these women's are. Let's let's be honest. It's 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 a gimmick. Right. And there's 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 a few there's a few lightning in the bottle situations where oh my god we had Bailey versus Sasha Banks NXT. We had Charlotte versus Sasha Banks. Like these were things that you know changed the landscape. Or Emma versus uh, Paige. Like. These are things that we thought we would never see out of a women's division. You know, the the give women a chance movement. It was all great stuff, but you know, it's kind of run its course. I mean, how many more women's firsts are we gonna go to try? It all it all feels forced to me. But the thing is, is there's proof like that, like they did the evolution card from what I don't remember, like a few years ago or something like that. And from what I understood, and maybe I'm wrong, I maybe I'm misremembering, correct me if I'm wrong, it definitely had trouble selling. It definitely had trouble selling. Like they did it wasn't a sold out crowd there. So that's the that's the that's the thing. And so I I get why, but like also it comes off very hypocritical when Stephanie McMahon posts a video about um women's history month or whatever month uh, whatever it is i forgot exactly and you're like okay well give them their own show then if you're that confident when clearly you're not because well, you what... want them to fall waste you know the way that they do in the N- WNBA and, and, and all these female female leagues like don't get me wrong like there there are some women's women's sports that you know I'll check out, but I'm not going to sit there and, and be an avid, avid watcher of it on, on, a, on a regular basis. It just, just doesn't make sense to. And three words: women's beach. Oh, amen, my brother. But I, I guess the other point that I, that I want to make is I fucking forgot. So we're moving along. Well, good because I want to transition to another problem that I have with the wrestling industry, and that's the fact that. Pro wrestling these days tries to appeal to everyone and in turn appeals to no one. When you think about the history of pro wrestling, you know, you think the 80s, you're kind of gearing towards kids. In the late 90s, you're going for your teenagers and young adults. And I'm not saying that, like, uh, I mean, Disney's a great example. Like, yeah, most of the stuff on Disney is kid stuff, but they have stuff for adults, too. You have to have a target audience and then, like, have a product so good that other people will migrate. Just because maybe you're at a, 
you know, you're gearing towards kids doesn't mean adults can't watch. And if you're gearing towards, right, even if, or let's take another route. Let's say they start to just gear towards women. That doesn't mean men can't watch. I think that's a huge problem in all of wrestling. That's not just WWE. They want to appeal to everyone, and then they appeal to no one. That's fair because when you look at any company that's successful, they deal with going after demos, not the masses. So you're absolutely right. So I mean, you have to you have to stay within your 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 niche audience, and I think they feel that they can appeal to everybody when the actuality is, I mean. Uh, you, you just really can't. Right. You just can't. Bill, what are your thoughts? Bill, what are your thoughts? I mean, you know, going back to the, you know, using Disney, I thought for a while, a long while, like with some of their cartoons, that it was really aimed towards kids. But it really wasn't until Disney Plus came around. And I watched some of those old cartoon shorts that I'm like, wait a minute, this stuff isn't as bad as I thought it was. It isn't as childlike as I thought it was. And another example would be the Warner Brother cartoons. <clears throat> you know, those are not, you know, like I, I think they try to put it aimed at kids, but you notice a lot of adults really like that stuff Ugh. when you watch it. And, well, look um, at Looney Tunes, for example, which I never really realized yeah. until recently. Like, So they'll have, um, you know, these characters, and then out of nowhere, like Bugs Bunny, would, uh, maybe Bugs Bunny is not the right example, but I know someone at some point did it. Like, all of a sudden, they'll have a character um, impersonating um, Jimmy Durante. And I'm like, right. as a kid, I would have no idea who that is. But an adult at that time probably knew who that was. Right. And then, like, there are some cartoons, both Disney and Warner Brothers, that are extremely sure. offensive. Like, you cannot... Like, I watched about a year ago, there were two Warner Brother cartoons that I watched. One was a Bugs Bunny cartoon... And it involved an African-American character. And I watched it, and I'm like, okay, I could see where people would be offended by it because of how the other character looks and how he acts. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I could see that. The other one that I watched was so freaking offensive. <laughs> it was a black for or yeah a black version of snow white oh, and the wow, seven okay. dwarfs oh, wow, okay. and they made it so stereotype <laughs> of african americans i'm like holy shit how the hell did this no, get i want to see, no, see this yeah i'll have to again i'll probably look i'll find it after we're done here so you guys can watch it it is so freaking right. offensive right. but you know i i think and and that kind of is where the problem is with the cancel right. culture today. Right. And what I where I'm going with this is there are some things that, you know, you kind of just got to move on, you know, not make it a big deal. But somebody has to make a huge deal about the smallest right. thing, Mr. Right. Potato Head, perfect Oof. example. 
you know, and it's like, really, we're going to worry about Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. You know, we've got, we've got poverty in the world. We have people who are dying from COVID and cancer and all that stuff. And you want to put all your time and energy in a Mm. toy. Which is a great transition to one of my other problems that I have with with wrestling today is today's fans in general. I'm not even talking about a particular promotion is they're oversensitive and it's amazing to me how like easily triggered they are. In fact, one of the things I remember I'll use AEW for this as a recent example was like they would be, you know, they announced the barbed wire, you know, thing. And I remember being like, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Like, I'm really looking. I would, if it wasn't a fucking Sunday, I would actually watch this. Um, right. And people were like, oh, this is unnecessary. And I'm thinking in my head, as I always feel with this stuff, look, if the two guys are okay doing it, let them do it. And, uh, or I want to. Like, what do you care? It doesn't affect you. Well, okay, I want to touch with that, yeah. stay with that, because um, I, we didn't get a chance to talk about it earlier, but WWE and Peacock, and this brought fans' attention because they edited out two things from mm-hmm. different shows. The Survivor Series, where Vince says right. the N-word, which, okay, I kind of agree with that, you know, I don't know why Vince said that in 2000. True. It's the other one that doesn't make sense. For me, anyway. The Booker T one? WrestleMania, WrestleMania 6 is Bad News Brown and Roddy Piper. And they edit not only the like highlight package and the interview, but they took the whole match out. Because Roddy Piper is half black in that match. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Nope. No, and let me tell you this, because I don't know if you know this at all, that those edits that they did have, because we know that in the United States, the WWE Network is going to be, cease, you know, be no more. But outside of the mm-hmm. United States, the WWE Network still lives. They edited those right. on the regular WWE Network from what I read earlier. Yeah, I did too. So it's like Peacock is doing the editing and then WWE is following suit. So it's not just a, oh, if I uh, didn't subscribe to Peacock, I'd still have this. No, you wouldn't. But see, that's that's the hypocrisy of the whole thing. Because how you feel about Vince saying what he said or, or, any, or, any, or, or Piper and half blackface or, or anything like that, you're going to edit that out. But you have no problem with with Hogan hosting WrestleMania, and I don't really have a problem with it. I don't really care. It, it is what it is. Like I believe in second chances. I firm like it is what it is. You know, we could debate that at another time. I mean, he never even got right any real discipline or even real that half-assed apology wasn't even an apology. But you know what? He basically blamed the locker room. That's what happened there. For those wondering. Well, here, here's the other thing. Here, here, here's what bothered me about the whole thing. Is who knows? 
like in today's day and age with a cell phone in your face like that that would never happen you know people catch people saying and doing shit all the time but listen i he just had literally just got done banging this dude's wife like so he says the n-word what i don't yeah i don't i don't but but i guess the point that i'm trying to make is like you're in the privacy of like your own home and i'm not saying that what you saying that is okay i'm not saying that at all like if if you're in the privacy of your own home where you're just keeping a lid on it how the fuck does that actually get out you know is 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 like to, to me, is just as troubling as him saying it. If that makes any sense. Uh, I mean, look, I I don't think it's as troubling as that for sure. But whatever the case, I guess you have your opinion. But I kind of want to stay into what we were talking about here about the, um, you know, just like what was it the the bad news and the, the censorship and yeah. Um, and how, oh no, what it was was about fans being oversensitive. And, like, in that case, I think they have a right to be because, especially because, goddamn, he came back for a quote unquote mean gene tribute. Give me a fucking break. Like, that was just so they could be like, here's a situation where they won't boo Hulk Hogan. When have they ever done a tribute for anyone after they died in ring? Give me a break. But anyway, going back to the oversensitive thing, like they want fans today. They were like, we we want things more edgy. And then when you do it, it's like, we didn't want that. But you know what's funny <laughs> is like, as you're saying how fans are, are, are being oversensitive. And in essence, aren't you being oversensitive with, with your whole hatred on Hogan? No, because he said a racist thing. He's never said he never, a bad thing. I'm if he if he apologized, I would be like, all right, we can move on. Same thing as I say with Shawn Michaels. If he okay. ever said for being a shitty person, I would a hundred percent move on. But that I'm surprised Shawn Michaels isn't being cancel cultured. I don't know why. He is as shitty as they come. So I have no idea. Why. Well, because he found God. That's bullshit too. You know that. <laughs> he fucking did a segment where you kick a kid. I wonder what kind of pastor would be like. Yeah, that's religious. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Jim Cornette once said, Shawn Michaels found God. I didn't even know yeah. God went missing. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I didn't know he went missing right. either. I just want to, like, like you said, so that's the thing. Was, my thing is more focused on the in-ring product with fans. Is like they say, you know, they want, I don't know, like you said, the little chair shots to the head. Oh no, we don't want that. But I think if the people are okay doing it, then let them fucking do it. Exactly. Cooter, where do you stand on that? Well, or if we're going by that model, then let's just erase all rules from from like NFL. Let's let's allow chop blocking to different sport to something that's predetermined. Well, wait a minute. No, hear me out. If if the players are okay with chop blocking and knowing that's a possibility to happen, should we let it happen? It's their sport. I don't know anything about football, so I if 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 it's agreed upon, they also by the way they also have a union. So or like right, don't they, Bill? Right, so, but that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's so they can dictate the rules and how they're working, whereas wrestling does not. Now, if you wrestling start a union, they were like no chair shots to the head. I'm like fine. It was all agreed upon. That's the major difference. You cannot compare the two whatsoever. You really can. You really 
You can't though. Bill, what why, are you Why can't you? Because first of all, one's real and one's fake. <laughs> but the consequences are the fucking same. Also, one like I said, one has a union and one doesn't. But it's two people agreeing to do something, whether it's going to a table or be put on fire, any of that. Agreeing to be chop blocked, yeah, same difference. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's are the they agreeing? Are, are is, is player one because if it's in the rules and they're saying I don't know any fucking NFL players. They're saying, hey, by the way, um, if you chop block me in this next play, it's okay. No, but knowing that it's a possibility to happen and that you know it's part of the rules and you sign the contract to play football, that's a possibility to you. That's yes. a possibility, but possibility people, get hit in the head with a chair and say, I'm gonna take a chair shot to the head. They know it ahead of time, unless it's that asshole from Mexico who threw a cement block down at someone. Oh, that's right. I remember that. That should have been. That almost killed that man. And that was not. Yeah. I, I get what comparing apples and oranges, but it's. Absolutely. Like, Thanks for acknowledging that. But, no, but, but in, in essence, I get it's a bad uh, comparison. But in the, a comparison, nonetheless, you can't. Sure. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, you know, sometimes I think people need to, to be protected from themselves. Is my point. All right. Well, okay, that's your point. So that's one of them. Sure, Bill, you want to chime in? Sorry. Yeah, I I just want to use an example with football. Um, Because this past season, there was a Dallas Cowboys-Washington Redskins game. Uh, Yes, I was going to say say that, Bill. (laughs) Well, okay, but here's the thing. The true definition of Redskin... You look... Learned this from a native, an actual Native American. Oh, interesting. Is you take red paint and you put it on your body, on your skin. That is, you. It won't be in the dictionary, but the true definition is you take red paint and you put it on your skin. Okay. Okay. So anyway, there was a play in that game. Where one of our one of the Washington players knocked the shit out of the quarterback, like he gave him a concussion, and he got thrown out of the game, even though it was a great hit, you know, because I hate Dallas. But the thing there is, and this is the difference from that this example and wrestling. Nobody on the Dallas team went to protect the quarterback after he got hit. Nobody went check on him. Nobody did anything. They left him for dead. Whereas with wrestling, and and I'll use Sean Spears as an example. After he hit Cody in the head with a chair, there were about three or four people within a minute going to check on Cody. So the thing is, with wrestling, yes, you know, they may do stuff that'll hurt them, but at the end of the day, they're going to mm. check on each other. With sports, it's not always right. guaranteed. I guess hockey would be a good example of that, right? Where I don't think any hockey players check each other. Like, if they... I feel like hockey's very violent, but I don't really watch, so... It, actually, there oh, are sometimes. Okay. I, I, I have seen. Like, where if somebody gets, like, hit by, mm. like, the glass... They'll go, you know, check on them or in the very, very rare occasion when somebody gets slit in the throat by accident. Gets slit in the throat? What? Slit in the throat. 
or, or, or what yeah, about the like, uh, Kyle? What was that what one player who punched the other one in the head from behind? Do you remember that? One? Oh my yeah. God! That was yeah, that was one of the Mighty Ducks. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. That, that would never happen on a Disney platform. He, you know, that was the Bash Brothers. And, <laughs> like he blade and he blatantly did yeah, that did. on purpose. Yeah, that's the thing. Like that could have been a crime. It should have been. I think he. I think he was arrested for it, wasn't he? Right. I I think so. And then because like there was another one. Like they're like with hockey fights, the thing is, they're they're <clears throat> instigated. But that one that Cooter is talking about was, was not an attack. instigated. Yeah, it, yeah, basically, okay. it was a mugging. I mean, I guess I I guess I believe because I don't I have not seen it. But all right, so let me get to my next topic here of so something else that that you know make me like oh, definitely looking forward to moving to Kingdom Hearts and not doing this. And I know, Bill, I talked to you about this specifically. Today's wrestlers complaining on social media. Yeah. Like, you know what? I feel like they're the most butthurt out of maybe even every industry. And there are some people that are very good. Yes, Seth Rollins. Yes. Recently. Um, Rebby, Rebby. To be fair, Rebby Rebby, to be fair, Rebby, she's not yet. really an active competitor. From what I, I don't know when the last time she actually wrestled. I'm talking about more people but on the air. When some, you know, I know, but when something happens, she has to, you know, curse everybody out, and it's like, what's the purpose of cursing everybody right. out? You know, right. if you're mad, I understand. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be angry at you for being mad i'll be i'll be more disappointed when you use the you know some of the words you use and you're raising three little kids that you know could look back on this in 10 years and be like oh god mom what are you doing i almost feel like well first i i know this for sure like if all social media died tomorrow i think this world would be a much better place even though I use social media, I can admit that I do. There's, I mean, if you two can tell me like positives that you would get on social media that you wouldn't get, the only thing I could think of is like if you're a business, it's great for businesses. That's about it. But even yeah. then, it's even bad for yeah. businesses because, like, I, you you get one woke asshole who decides right. that the company said something or or or. And the, the other thing was, if your company didn't make a statement like last year when a lot of the, you know, racially motivated. Uh, sure, Black Lives Matter, sure. Okay. Right. You know, if you didn't make a statement, silence is violence. And now we're boycotting you. It's like, fuck, can I just sell t shirts? Like, fuck off. Right. And then for the wrestlers, it's just like, I, 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 think, I think the Natalia example is the best example. Right, Bill? Would you agree or no? Would you, can you think of a better example? What so what Natalia did what was they said. did a very simple thing that I even see with Kingdom Hearts fans. That's like, oh, and by the way, Bill learns Kingdom Hearts premiering this Sunday. Uh, Jesus. Um, it's a tier list. Oh, now I remember. Just like, you have yes. whatever it was, $20, and people are on tiers of like, this person's worth $5, this person's worth $4, and then there's one for 3 2 and $1. Make the best team that you can. 
And Natalia's like, I am not a $1 person. I work so hard. Why are you fucking triggered by this? She, she sounds like that chick on the women's soccer team. Oh, God. That's, and, and, and that's another one. I should get paid for what? You don't draw fucking fans. You're not drawing ratings. And you certainly aren't selling merchandise. So why the fuck do you think you should be paid as much as your male counterpart? Please tell me that. To be fair, aren't they winning? I don't know soccer. I don't know any care. Yeah, we are more like the than the, sport, the men's the sports team, so I would say that's a pretty good reason to actually pay them more. It's it's called a business. I don't care if if the product the product it can be the greatest product, but if it's not selling, it, it's not worth it. Right. Okay. So you can have the best shirts available, and if nobody's buying them, who gives a shit? All right. I mean, I'm just saying, I get her argument for sure. Whereas I don't get like a women, WWE women's wrestlers argument because there's proven things that they don't draw. Whereas at least the w, the soccer teams apparently win, which I don't know if the soccer even happened this year. But the last I checked was they were winning more than the men. That's all I'm saying. But with I, I want to yes, because she is a great example of this nonsense yeah. on social media. I mean, there are some people that were on that tier that were like at the one dollar and I, I can't remember who it was besides Natalia that probably were freaking happy just to even be right. on the list. Right. You know, like if somebody came out with a, oh, let's do here's twenty dollars, create a podcast with these people. And if I'm on the like the one dollar I will be more than happy to be on $1, you know, it's kind of being like, Oh, we think of you as a very talented person, you know, and we want to use you for this game. And, you know, if it was like 10 years ago, I could see Natalia at like the $4 range, but it's 2021, you know, she's aged and, one dollar, I think it is the perfect right. amount. And I mean, like I said, lots of people have experienced this in any genre. Like I said, I even saw it with Kingdom Hearts, and I'm sure it's done in sports teams and whatnot. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure not. No one really gets mad about this. Not real, unless it's like their favorite player, and they're like, "Oh, he shouldn't be on tier three. No, I mean the actual two. player, though. Like people that are actually part oh. of this, like supposed to be fun thing like it's just crazy to me i mean and you know i'm thinking looking at it now it's undertaker versus edge right now edge is another one mm-hmm. edge was like um didn't he like uh comment on people criticizing his royal rumble win why why do you even feel the need to respond to these people you know what? I want to go. I want to bring up the other or the comparison that I made. Yeah, please. At the time to yeah, the Natalia tier thing is when they come out with NFL. Right. Yes. It's a great year, example. And right, they give yes. the players a rating. And some of the players are like, how am I a 95? I should be at least a 97 or a 98. It's like, dude, you're in a video game. You're going to be played. It doesn't matter what your rating is. Just shut up. Yeah, the only and, difference that a player is going to get in a video game is if he's on the cover. Otherwise, you're going to get paid the same as the fucking kicker. Right, which I wasn't sure how that worked because obviously I don't follow that stuff. But going back to kind of staying on topic with wrestling here, no, so Edge is a great example. Like, he 
went on there after the rumble and he was like i forgot what he said exactly but he was kind of saying how oh the you know the fans don't appreciate anything because people were criticizing him about like why is a part-timer once again getting a shot at wrestlemania it's fair um why do these people meaning wrestlers have such a need to reply to it like i don't hear Elizabeth Olsen for WandaVision be like, no, you're wrong because this is how it was and this is how I was, this is how it was written. So, and this is why this happened and this happened. Normal industries don't do it as much as pro wrestling. Can we agree on that or no? I, I agree. And, and I think you just pointed it out which industry this is we're talking the wrestling industry music industry you don't hear the musicians complaining about how like the sound was terrible that night in des moines or, Iowa. or also they're and not saying like a fan's like dude your track sounded like shit they're like they're not right. like no this is what well, needs to happen because like, no, we were in the audio studio and because we use 128 decibels so it was actually the right kind but wrestling will do that. It the wrestlers these days will do all these things to like. It's almost that crazy. It's the craziest thing that they like want to blame the fans. When it's just like just shut up. Like no other industry is says like I can't imagine Disney being like, oh you didn't like the one division ending. Well it was okay because it was a good ending because this happened, this happened, and this happened. Only in wrestling does this shit happen. I kind of want a Mickey Mouse Twitter to handle You should kind of create a parody Mickey Mouse Twitter that <laughs> that explains everyone's complaints. That would actually be pretty funny. <laughs> oh, you 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 were upset about forty five minute wait. Well, too damn bad. Cooter, why don't you chime in here? Go ahead. Uh, well, I mean. It happens in other industries too. Not as much as wrestling, though. Well, I, I think it happens differently. Like, okay, so, and, and it's not necessarily directly to the industries themselves, but like, say, companies that will cover it. Because it happens, like, okay, you can, you'll hear a podcast that covers music, right? All right, I'll, um, I'll give you a, an example. Joe Budden podcast, a very popular music podcast. Um, and they have their their takes on artists and songs and whatever, and they have their can, opinions. Can, can I just? I, I'll let you finish. I'm. I, I, I swear. But I will. I do want to point. Out, I feel like that's different because he's part of the music industry. I'm kind of thought about more like Jody from West Virginia. He's, re, he, he's retired. But he used and, to and be. He, like and he's, I'm talking about everyday people. Like me and you. I'm getting there. Okay, sure. Sorry, go ahead. So, but they'll have their takes on on the music industry, but then they'll sit there and argue with the people on Twitter who disagree with them. So, again, it's the people, and it, it, they're not going after the the artists necessarily as as much as say the fans go after the wrestlers. They're more loyal to their people. You know what I'm saying? Like where the fans are always crapping on the wrestlers, right? The fans are now crapping on the people who who aren't agreeing with them. It's very different. 
but similar in the same way. It's like I kind of get what you're saying. Sure. Yeah, it's it's it, it, but but that just goes to show you how how in a certain sense you are just as right. The, the fans for wrestling are just so much more venomous, where fans in other industries will be as venomous, but it will be to defend their people. Right, exactly, yeah, and but also like the wrestlers. Here's the thing: here, newsflash to the wrestlers out there, you're not obligated to have social media. It's not a, like these exactly. people in wrestling act like it's an obligation. Like, you know, you guys are always so mean to me. It makes me want to 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 turn it off. Which you know, Christy Teigen recently announced that she um, is no longer going to be on Twitter because, as she said, that the negativity. Weighs out the outweighs the positive. You know what? Good for her. She realizes that not everybody has to have social media. Wrestlers, on the other hand, for some reason, like, no, you don't say anything bad about me. Please don't. Like, when you put it out there, you're putting it out to the world. So you better be ready to expect what comes back to you, even if it's super bad and offends you. I'm going to be honest with you. I deactivated my Twitter, I deleted it. It well, felt like the greatest thing in the world because I'm telling you, like Twitter, and, and and it's starting to spread to the other platforms too. But I think Twitter was probably the worst, yes. most toxic place. It's like where all the scum of the earth decides that we're just gonna get together mm-hmm. and just be assholes to each other. It's like New York City in the '70s, where you could <laughs> half a block without somebody telling you to go fuck your mother. You know, like for real. And it's just like at that point. You're either part of like the 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 group that wants to crap on everything and wants to show how woke you are, or you're you're the guy who has to always fight back. And I'm like, I why would you want to do either? Right? I got you. That was the thing. I I would go on Twitter. I I very rarely tweeted. You know and I mean? that's the difference between you and WWE. Well, I shouldn't say WWE wrestlers because there's actually a bunch outside of WWE as well. Um, they seem to have this entitlement of like, no, I, I'm supposed to be on here. But really, there's no what like, who was the one that just came out, Bill? Someone just came out recently as being a lesbian or something like that. Oh, um, Dakota, was it Dakota Kai? Her, her and Shayna, thinks so. I think that was a thing. Someone recently came out, and then they were like, "Well, we're like, they were, they got attacked or whatnot." And then they deactivated their it Twitter. Was, now look, it was Caleb Baxter, right, the, 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 uh, reporter. And yes, it's. I'm not going to defend people attacking them. It's absolutely shit. However, you have to realize that if you send something out to the world. There's a, especially someone at a WWE-like level that has thousands and thousands of followers. There's a good chance you're probably going to get back something that you don't want to get back. Facts. And Facts. But, but that's the problem. And that's the biggest problem I have here is that WWE wrestlers, for the most part, don't seem to understand that. They just are like, no, stop. And, like, I'm allowed on like they just feel like they should be able to throw things into the world with no consequences and sometimes there are i used to get a lot of shit on instagram um on instagram that's surprising because that's like a more of a picture thing i'm kind of surprised by that 
Well, I mean, some of my videos, you know, a, a lot of a lot of them had to be taken down because, like, I have a you know a very odd sense of humor. <laughs> you know, I, I I like the darker side of comedy. You know, I I, I think if I think any type of humor can be done can be funny if done properly. What <laughs> whatever the subject matter may be. So I may have say emulated some things that were probably not. Of of, as a, of taste, you know. Uh, but, you know, I, I think my attempt to be funny, it's like you can say, yo, I wasn't, you're not funny, but don't sit there and say I don't have the right, because guess what I do? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, my, my intent, like, that's, that's the problem. I think people's intent on the internet is, is, is not taken into you know, into consequence. Like you might say something that came out wrong. Mm-hmm. You're responsible for what you say, not what you meant. And that's what sucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like I, I agree with you, like where that, you know, you do have the right, but also you, me and Cooter, have the right to get replied to if that's the option that are on your social media. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, like, and again, I've see, this is why you're more. Like this is yeah. why you're more mature than probably like the wrestlers are, because you get mm-hmm. that, and I think a lot of them don't. But I don't really think that I would be getting it on the same level that they were. Obviously, I'm it doesn't not. Doesn't matter. They know. Doesn't matter what. It's just like you know that it's going to happen. Yeah, it's true. Okay, fair enough. So. Yeah. You know what I always enjoyed here, just like to watch this. Um, I always was impressed by how WWE were able to do their video packages like minutes after it was ending. Yes. Yes. I mean, like I said, look, no matter what, the one thing I will still give WWE for is production. I will always give them production at the very least. Um, I know some people get mad about. Um, who's it? Kevin Dunn? Is that who it is? Kevin Dunn, yeah, Kevin. I know that like every once in a while, like he'll miss the edge spear, which I know a lot of people are angry about. But think about all the things that they catch. I mean, you're saying one spear that was like for a what a length of five seconds, maybe ten, versus probably that one week they did eight hours of programming, maybe more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, it was. But you know he, he does tend to miss the most important parts out of that eight programming. I, I think that's the point that people were trying to make. It's like I having that responsibility is great, but you know what? You know it's it's the highlights that count. Right. I mean, I would argue that in those eight hours, there's not that much that's important, but. Because that's another story, right? Of course, but at the same time, like the stuff that you would use, that that you know the people who are watching the show would find important. It's probably the stuff you want to get in the can. Like, I mean, like I said, I get what you're saying. I guess I think I think I just kind of feel bad because I'm like, it's one mistake in an eight-hour period. Like I'm lucky if that didn't work. You just said that name, and the first thing that comes to mind is Jim Cornette doing that Bucky. Oh, D fucking thing. Cornette! Get out I of fucking I hate Cornette him. now. I fucking love him. I hate Cornette now. Um, you so hate I, everybody. We know. We know. Well, I hate mostly with WWE stuff, but Cornette is a whole like, come on, get out of the seventies. Um, okay. 
so the other thing is that I have here is one of the other things that kind of that turns me off is unfortunately this is more of a WWE thing although I unfortunately with AEW you can kind of say that too as of the last three weeks is stop doing things from 10 years ago yeah that's true like I again I, I used Jake Hager as the example earlier but like even with WWE like Morrison and Miz. Remember Morrison was like this big single star for a while. Mm-hmm. He came back to WWE. You know what? We're going to do have him do the same shit he did 10 years ago. Well, you know what else they're trying to do right now? If I read somewhere online, um, they're trying to do the Mickey James, Trish Stratus storyline, but they're having, but they're having Chelsea Green be like the super fan of Mickey James. Okay. And I'm just like, oh, great. Let's just do a role reversal because that makes a lot of fucking sense. But okay, all right. So that's like another big turnoff for me, Bill. What do you think? Do you think wrestling is doing too many things that are like from fucking 10 years ago? Um, yeah. I mean, it's just the creativity is not there. Like, it's it's just they can't come up with anything new it's like it's like rinse and you know like rinse reuse or by the way another person uh, just because now that the um, WrestleMania 24 is off Alexa Bliss is another one of those that is like always complaining on social media I feel like she gets a lot of you know there's some people who get a lot of hate and I mean I hate Alexa Bliss to be fair I, I I know you do. Yeah, the, I could probably name like you probably ninety percent of the roster, and you would hate them. Right. I mean, I, I feel I, like Alexa like, Bliss is a top tier though. He. Why? Why her? Because she ruined the fiend. I don't think she ruined the fiend. Well, you I say that, but like most people thought the fiend was great last year. Now she's, now they don't think he's great now. And there's one main difference between last year and now, and that's yeah, her. Freddy Krueger burnt suit. I mean, like that's. I don't think it's that. That's was before people were complaining about this way before this whatever Freddy Krueger burnt suit, which actually reminded me more of the Yeti, by the way. Hmm. The Yeti. Oh God, you pulled, pulled out of your Shivani bag right there. <laughs> Uh, that's one of my favorite. It's the Yeti. Well, to be fair, I only saw so the first picture I saw of the new, the quote-unquote new fiend was like from the chest up. So on the top part, I was like, the Yeti. Oh, it's so bad. He doesn't look as much when you actually take a full picture of him. But the, from if you look from chest to top, he kind of does. It looks like it's toilet paper. I hope that was just a one-off. So, so anyway, yeah, I think Alexa Bliss is definitely up there in the compartment. Um, and like I said, just there's so, so many things that I'm just like, what am I even bothering? Get? And again, it's not just WWE. I, I want to say this, like, I am, I feel like I will tr- keep on trying with AEW. Yeah. For sure. It's not going to, certainly not a weekly thing. I think the last AEW show I watched was like two or three weeks ago at this point. But I can see me following it and reading the results and seeing, oh, 
That looks like a pretty good card. Let me see what it's up to. Um, but I just don't really know how much of Rester's did. And this is gonna sound very morbid, but... CM Punk. <laughs> no, it was, I was actually gonna say Vince McMahon dying. Ugh, that's just... I would 100%, I'm watching that next show to see what's going on. It's just gonna be three-hour tribute show. You're gonna watch that? I can hear a lot of good moments afterwards. It was probably sound something like, did they have to spend the whole hours, whole three hours on Raw talking about Vince McMahon? No, that's not what I would do. When you go, well, that's not it. I'm um, kidding. So, because also it would be a change in the landscape of wrestling, and you want, to, I would want to see. I would probably watch for about three weeks to see what the new direction is, yeah. and then you know make my decision from there. Um, obviously I can definitely see if Bill has some kind of wrestling special that I'm totally into, like the WCW idea, mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey Bill, can I jump in on that? Right. Um, to be honest with you, I wouldn't mind maybe coming back while I'm watching at least for an AEW pay-per-view rundown, for sure. Um, I think Double or Nothing is their next one, but if Christian's the one fighting, I might not be there by that time, <laughs> see? Uh, Let me ask you a question. Yeah. So if if Vince dying would pique your your interest, you don't think that like, see to me we've always had the argument, me and my friends, that like even if Vince died, nothing would change because he he's such a control freak that I feel like he has just so many safeguards to protect the image of the company as he. Yeah, right. It might not, but I would be willing to see, like, hey, do I notice a difference? And that's why I said I'll watch for, like, two or three weeks. I think two or three weeks in, you would kind of notice, like, is there a change or is there not really a change? No, Vince would be dead, but we're still going to get, like, a hologram of Vince. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, that's the joke that we say. There's going to be, like, a hologram of Vince walking around, you know, and, and, and calling the shots. He's I'm kind of surprised there's not a hologram match at this point. I'll be honest with you. Part of me is surprised about that. That's true, too. They could probably do it. CGI. There you go. CGI. Uh, <laughs> so, like, I don't think it's going to be a case of, like, yes, I'm going to watch again because I've heard that these two have had great matches. I don't think that's going to be the case. I need to hear, like, a good story. Like, at this point, for me at least, wrestling's competing against all the streaming services, yeah. as we mentioned. And there's just not any good stories that I can think of that I'm like, you know what, I would watch, I want to see what happens with Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley over Godzilla versus Kong. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, what else would get me kind of like interested? I mean, do you guys have anything that you're like, yeah, I think I might be done if this happens. In wrestling, I'm not saying WWE in general. I'm just saying wrestling in general. I think in terms of like WWE, I think they're on cruise control at this point because you're saying like how they're competing against the streaming services. Yeah, they sold out to the streaming services. Yeah, once they gave up their own network in their base country, game over. They're they're owned by the, the major media corporations now. Uh, it, it is what it is. I, I don't know how long the streaming rights deal is for Peacock. 
I feel like it's five years. Yeah, I heard five. That's a, five years is a long time, and a lot can happen in five years. I'm really surprised one of the things Peacock isn't doing is going to be charging for pay-per-views. Because let's say I know that people are going to be like, oh, I'll never pay that. Trust me, you will. Um, not saying either of you two, but I'm just saying there are definitely people that will. Yeah. But let's say it's like 100, at, 100 people at $60. That's like $6,000 that Peacock wouldn't have had beforehand. Because they've already paid the bulk of WWE Network. There's no... There's no benefit to not charging for pay-per-views if I'm Peacock. Well, there's no benefit to them really charging for them anyway, because... The, the 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 bargain part of the network is is what was, was selling it. The fact that we were only paying ten bucks a month instead of sixty is what made that streaming attractive. Peacock has already got its own, you know. I, I would venture to guess Peacock without WWE's content had more subscribers. I believe well, it did. I, you just bring their audience; it just adds to your. Well, I think audience. one of the reasons that they got WWE Network is because Peacock wasn't doing well. This I feel like this deal wasn't going to happen if I mean clearly they're very behind from a Disney Plus and HBO Max and probably a Netflix. Um, look, the fact of the matter is, even Paramount Plus grabbed the Nickelodeon library. At this point, there's not too many libraries to pull from, and I think Peacock was like, "All right, let's bring the WWE Network people to mm-hmm. us." Because I don't know what other libraries there are out there that maybe have a history that right. would be able to add to their streaming services. If you think of one, let me know. I just can't think of any of them right now. I mean, I, huh. not off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. No, me neither. So, I mean, this I feel like this was a benefit because Peacock was failing so badly. I still stand by that. It, it, it's basically like, like a shitty cell phone company buying another sh- shitty cell phone company. It's like T-Mobile buying Sprint, which bought Nextel. Like, you know, it's the same thing. It's just, well, you know, if we if we can keep, if we just bundle our subscribers together, we'll, we'll, we'll make money. Mm-hmm. But the only people who make out on this deal, I think, is WWE, because now they don't, have, they don't have the responsibility. They're going to get paid the same price whether Peacock gets two subscribers or fucking 200 million And that's why I think Peacock should charge, because I was like, that is where your money is, and I don't know why you don't see that. Granted, I agree with you, maybe it was part of the deal for that they don't do it, but I'm like, why would you even enter that deal? Mm-hmm. Like I said, you're comparing, not you specifically, but I'm like, you're comparing zero additional revenue to, like I said, if 100 people bought a pay-per-view, and that's the low end, let's face it, there's going to be more than that. Of course. That's six hundred dollars or six thousand dollars that you wouldn't have had before. You know what I'm saying or no? No, I I, I hear what you're saying, but I I just don't think I I think people are so stingy because they're like when when we all had cable, you know, and you had one bill, it was one thing to throw that extra charge on there, but the fact that we're we're subscribing to this service and that service. It, it, because we we think cable's too expensive, it's getting to a point where we're pretty much paying the same. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for you to add in that you're you're not saving anything by streaming anymore. So and and it's been happening the last couple of years. You just see a lot of these streaming services, you know, lining up and and getting what they can because, you know, that that's the future. 
Well, Netflix supposedly is going to crack down on the password sharing, too. It's another aspect of things. I'm surprised that hadn't happened. I am, too. I said that to someone. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm surprised this hasn't happened, too. And I, to that person, I was like, you know what? You deserve not to have another password. (laughs) I was laughing my ass off because somebody had to upgrade their fucking Netflix thing because, oh, my friend Michelle, she was telling me, she has four kids. And I think she's allowed three screens at once or something like that. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cause, and, but when you got four kids and they're all in their fucking rooms and they're all watching separate shit, she couldn't get on. Right. And, and she's like, I literally had to upgrade just so I could watch the Netflix that I fucking pay for. So, yeah, I think that's already started to happen. Well, it didn't happen yet. I know, though, Netflix is in the very beginning. So what they're trying to do, and I don't know if either of you two know this, is so what they're doing is kind of they're beta testing something where, uh, let's say you put something on Netflix and they're like, oh, cool. Um, I just want to please send this. We sent a verification code to you. Can you please enter that? Okay. And that's how they're going to get that. Because let's say, okay, look, it's easy for us to say, oh, cool, verification code, I'll send it to the person whose account it is and get it. But the person whose account it is, what What if they're in the movie theater? What if they're doing this or that? Like, they might not be readily accessible to send you a verification code. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's going to be annoying to people who and are if like, it's, dude. And if it's me and I'm sharing for like, four, let's say I'm sharing with four people, and I'm getting like text messages saying, um, bro, "Bro, give me the code. Give me the code. Right, right, yeah, give exactly. me the code." Guess, guess what? No one is getting that password because I'm tired of being hassled about the codes. I mean, maybe that's just me. I don't know. But um, so no, like you, like going back to the Peacock thing. There's been censorship, and I'll tell you one thing that I'm realizing that WWE is really benefiting from this is. Even more so that I never realized. Peacock is making these edits of like Bad News and Piper, like we mentioned earlier. Yeah. And the John Cena, uh, Vince McMahon N word thing. They're carrying on to the network. Peacock is doing all the work of the censorship for just WWE to copy and paste. It's actually pretty genius. Oh, it's cost cutting. Because it looks like, because it, it makes. It makes Peacock look like the bad guy because, oh, they're the ones that are censoring it, but, and we have to follow suit. It's actually pretty smart. Well, I, I, wonder, I wonder if they have to follow suit in other countries because people are telling me, like... Well, they already did. They, I'll tell you right now. They already did that, did the current things that I just said to their regular WWE network, and that's the one that's going to live into other countries. It might it might be different depending which country you're in is what I'm saying. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's so you like you know when you have like say a VPN, right? Yeah. You can watch different. If you, oh, I'm from England, so I mean the stuff that's on Netflix in Britain is different than what's over here. You're right, and I know for a fact. Um, isn't Canada don't isn't WWE Network actually on a channel? I don't know how that works over there, but what I think I'm, that's how it actually. I, I guess what I'm wondering is. If you get a VPN and you just change, you know, and you say you're from England and you just put in a zip code, they don't really need your address. All they really want is a credit card. Mm-hmm. You, if you go in there and say I'm from England and uh, here's my credit card and you have a VPN and you just tell the VPN you're in England, 
I wonder if it's going to be like that in other countries. I really do. That's true. That's a good. That's a great question, actually. I don't really know how this is how it's going to work. But what I do know, and one thing that I think is super interesting, I'd already planned for this to be the last WWE free, probably, in because you know Kingdom Hearts starts on Sunday. I'm going to run that for 13 weeks, once a week, and then you know we'll see when season two happens. Mm-hmm. But so with no interruption. So at the very earliest, I would have had another WWE free in June. But now with this like taking matches off, I realized in the past 48 hours this is going to affect a lot of pro wrestling podcasts. Yeah. Because number one, and particularly a show that I like, The Last Fan, they focus on the archives of the WWE Network and do a deep dive. How can you do a deep dive if shit's missing? But not only that, the fact that everything isn't available on Peacock yet, because I don't think the whole library is not going up until August. Which I think the reason for that is so they can do the editing between now and August. You would think that they would have done it ahead of time, but like I was thinking maybe that date that they had started on Peacock was like even before anyone could do any editing, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, a, that's an interesting point, yeah. So what's going to be there, what's not, and like it's, it's going to, I think it's going to actually, I hate to say it, it's probably going to, and a lot of podcast shows. Yeah, very, yeah, it's a very big possibility. As a podcaster, Bill, do you agree with me? Like, can you chime in on this? Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, because a lot of the content for, you know, different reviews was on WWE Network. And unless you have a means of finding another way to get footage, you know, you're shit up the creek, you know, like. You might as well kiss ECW goodbye. Yeah. And even if it's there, you're like, you got to question yourself when you're doing is like, is this the full show? Because it's not like they say when you enter a show, like, let's say you did ECW Barely Legal 1997. They're not going to say, please be advised that the the Taz versus Sabu match is not on this card. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, you're going to have to guess, like, do you remember if this match was on the court? Because if you don't, then you're probably just going to skip right through it. You know what I'm saying or no? I, I think I think the glory days of streaming WWE and the fact that they had all these libraries that they bought, whether it was Deep South or, or you know, Florida Championship Wrestling or, oh, fuck. What was, what was up in the... Uh, God. Oh, there's Mid South, like Ganya's shit. AWA. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. There you go. Like all these libraries they bought could. Uh, the only people who are gonna have any knowledge of of everything they have is gonna be WWE, and that really sucks. Which is what they love. I mean, that's been their history. To be fair. Yeah. Like, that's, no, that's very true. That's I mean, if it true. wasn't, and I was gonna bring this up in the show, and I'll bring it up now. It's like one thing I've gained appreciation for. Um, when I started doing like Eliminated Royal Rumble podcast to start getting back into wrestling, is journalists like pro wrestling journalists? Because WWE likes to write their own narrative yeah. in regards to things. I mean, yeah, if it was yeah, up have to have a w- fucking revisionist history like a motherfucker. Yeah. Like if, oh, w- God, w- yeah. if it was WWE's choice, then Bret Hart just left and betrayed WWE to go to WCW. 
when we all know from people like Meltzer, that's not the case at all. And there was like tons of backstory to that. Yeah. That's if anything I've experienced from these last couple of months of like getting or this past like year or so getting involved back involved in pro wrestling, it's an appreciation for wrestling journalists. It's like, oh my god, this this company like even the wrestlers. I mean, again, we I don't want to harp into this because like I kind of harped into him already a little bit is like edge like blatantly saying he's not going to be in the royal rumble how does a journalist say like go so how do you tell a journalist go to your source you should get sources for this you go to the source and it's like well he said he's not going to be in it how do you do that like i feel so bad for journalists these days because i feel like this generation is like conditioned to maybe lie about shit right but but then that kind of like to me, I'm not mad at that because... Wait, you were never mad at that. That's right. Well, no, I mean, to a certain extent. Like, I, I'll give you an example. I mean, Brian Cage is another one if you don't want to use that. If Brian Cage also did that and said he's not going to be in AEW, he would never show up. But if, if, if there's a surprise involved, like, I don't want to know. Like, but right. Here's the thing. Like, actors do this. Actors and actresses do this all the time, and they just skate the question. You don't say, no, I'm not. Let me ask you, you a question. question. Do you do you get annoyed at spoilers? Not really, not anymore. No. Maybe I used to. But like, if, if if it's something that like you totally were like, it's it's one thing like or, the one that that I always remember is when the rumble was in Boston. I want to say okay, right? And I came across a you know an article that somebody posted. That said, Kevin Nash was seen in the Boston. But why are you looking for articles for the Rumble? I wasn't. It just happened to be on my like in my feed, and it was right. the headline, and somebody posted, and I was like, "Oh, that fucking sucks," <laughs> because that's like something I don't want to know. Like, did I pop when Kevin? Here's Nash the thing. I think if they're yeah. directly, I think if they're directly asked, they should answer truthfully. Uh, I. That's I, what I think. Because otherwise, then you can't blame journalists ever. Then. Because if they go to the source and they're lied to and say, no, they're not going to be in it, and they report, no, they're not going to be in it, then they look like fucking liars. Uh, meaning, the, meaning the journalist. Meaning the journalist, not the wrestler. But that's any type of journalism. You have to trust your sources. If you can't trust your sources, you got to get better You're sources. asking the person directly. Who's likely to lie to you to protect... To, to protect a secret or a story. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying, because no, because WWE's bitch is that, oh, they never talk to us. They never ask the company directly. When when they do, they lie. So how are you as a journalist? How are you supposed to go about that? But why, why do we have? What I'm not understanding with the Edge question is. You, you, they, he, Don't they, make it just an edge question because it's no, also no, no, a John no, no, Morrison no. and a Brian Cage question. No, but, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand from, from where you're coming from. I'm trying to defend journalists here. That's what I'm trying to do. Well, journalism is dead. I think we all know that. No, it's not. So <laughs> when you ask a question, and because WWE bitches all the time, like, oh, you're doing come to us for a source, and then when they do, they're like, no, you know, when you ask someone from there, you're like, oh, no, we didn't. No, that's not happening. And then it happens. What the fuck is a journalist supposed to do? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Exactly. And, and, and I'll be honest with you. I don't really care. It's just like I'm, I'm, I'm tired of 
shit being spoiled when I want to be surprised. Oh, sorry for you. Okay, but I mean, if you want to, if what's the point of watching if you already know what's going to happen? Is what I'm trying to understand. Oh, like, I mean, I guess you know it could be a good show. Oh, wait, it's not. So. But, but, but if if you have that feeling, then why are you watching anyway? Why are we even doing? Why this? do you think I'm? This is the last <laughs> show of WWE Free. <laughs> Great. I, I I don't understand the. I don't understand you. How's that? Yeah, I don't understand you either. It's, you. I don't know why. Like, if it's a good story and you're still like, if it seems like a good event, then why is like one spoiler bothering you? I mean, for me, the reason why spoilers don't matter to me anymore is because you've done so many returns. Of this this is definitely more WWE. You've done so many returns in the last six to eight years that. Nothing feels special anymore. How in the world do you feel like it's special anymore? You get a name me like five weeks that WWE has not had a quote unquote return on their television. Oh, I, I agree with you. I'm, but I, I'm not talking about just returns. I don't feel the need to know. Or a surprise, whatever you want to call it. Or anything, not just a surprise. Forget the surprise. I mean, I don't anything think they're asking about storylines or anything. It's just like there there's no point there's no point in watching any episode would you, would you do this with any other television show like yes if the same was, way the same I could tell you right now that if lost told me how it was going to end I'd be like how the fuck did they get there but why would you want to know that's what because I don't because I don't know how because I don't know how they would get there and I'd be like hmm that might be an interesting build to get I mean, I might hate it, but it's, I'm really interested. I've definitely been seen shows and movies that, um, that I kind of know a little bit of what happened. And I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm really interested how they actually got from point A to point B. That's when it's good storytelling. Okay. I, I still don't get that. But okay. I, I, I just want to watch stuff and enjoy it. I don't feel the need to like. I don't know how spoiling enjoys it if it's still a good show. We just differ that way. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I, I would just rather not know what's going to happen. To me, there's no point in watching if I know. Mm -hmm. I, I'll, I, do, I'll agree with you with that with sports. But because, that's, that's, that's exactly what I, I was just like, no, Sports is a very, like, it doesn't even matter till the end score. Whereas a TV show and a movie, everything matters. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I could see that, but but that's the thing. Like to me, I look at any television show where I'm watching it because I'm invested in it. If I'm not invested in it, I'm not watching it. I don't really need to know the backstory. If so, you if you heard that, for example, in the new Suicide Squad, uh -huh. that Harley Quinn dies, you wouldn't be interested in like how did they get there? No, I'd be pissed that I know she's gonna die. Okay. That's because like, right. the, 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 why am I gonna go to the movie and spend twenty bucks on something where I, I mean, there's other people in the movie. It's not like she's the only person in that in that movie starring in that movie. But why would I go see it if I find out she dies in the movie and how she dies? Uh, I can just look up the rest of the spoiler. Okay, that's fair, I guess. For you, you. know what I'm saying? Like, I I would still be interested in the story. I'm like, how did she die? Because are you telling me that Harley Quinn won't be any in any of the other DCs? in the future or did they do some bullshit where like 
Oh, does, you but does it make but it make it more enjoyable for you? Like, would That's you be? Bad example. I guess I, I guess the question I guess the question I want to ask is: Would you be? I get wanting to know and how you get there and and all that. I, no, I'm just saying a spoiler doesn't ruin an entire show for me. That's what I'm saying. No, I get that. But what I'm saying is, if you didn't have the spoiler, it might not ruin it. But wouldn't it? Is it possible that? certain things that you didn't know were going to happen would make the show better, not ruin it. For wrestling, probably not in 2021. Well, not, not for TV but... shows, maybe. Okay. Depends on what it is. Hold on, here's, like, here's a great example. So I hate Wolverine. All right? Mm-hmm. If you were to tell me in the next Wolverine movie, because I think that's coming out at some point, he dies, super interested, because I want to say it. I got bad news for you. You not die. Wait, in Wolverine? Yeah. You talking about Logan? I don't know who I'm talking about. I'm just I don't like the Wolverine character. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. But I'm saying you let me give you an example. Like I'm more interested actually now to see Wolverine die. He did die in his last movie. Did he? Oh. Maybe I should watch that. <laughs> That's why I was confused. I was like, I don't, know. I don't watch non-Marvel stuff for the most part. I watch a couple of DC things, but not like. But I didn't know that actually. My bad. <laughs> well, spoiler alert. <laughs> what? I'm kind of want to watch it now. <laughs> to my point. <laughs> well, that's cool. I mean, like, if if you had just. Okay, no. If if you left it at that without detail, I'd be like, oh shit, that sucks that I know. But like, I'd still, I'd be annoyed. I wouldn't want to see the journey. But hey, me and you are different, and that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Bill, what are your thoughts? Spoilers or non-spoilers? Where do you stand? And then we're about to head out of here in about like ten minutes. You know, with spoilers, and I also want another Ring of Honor update because that's still going on. Okay. With spoilers, it depends on what it is for me like if i'm interested in a show i will not want to know but <clears throat> if it's like with wrestling i really don't care yeah um unless like some big thing happens and with movies i've kind of just given up on the idea of avoiding spoilers <laughs> with movies because it's going to leak out one way or another Right. So. And on Cooter's behalf, I'll give him a great example that will help his point, is The Mandalorian. Cooter, do you watch The Mandalorian or no? Yes, yes. So every Friday morning, I made sure that shit was downloaded for my hour and a half commute going to work. Okay. And I was like, I'm watching all of this because if I don't, I'm going to go on social media and be spoiled by something of it. So that kind of helps your point. So like yeah. I said, I kind of get what you're saying, but I, for me, it doesn't affect me with wrestling right. whatsoever in 2021. Okay. No, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, every, everybody has their line in the sand. Mine is just like, to, to, there's, just, there's no point in seeing the conclusion of something that you've already know. Right. That's just me, though. No, and I'll give you another point. I probably will never watch The Sopranos because I know everyone hated the ending. That's that's your point. I didn't hate the ending. Okay, you didn't. The only person <laughs> that I know has not hated the ending. You're now, welcome. unfortunately, I need to hear about three or four other people say I didn't hate the ending for me to give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I'll, um, I'll ask my parents tomorrow and I'll come back with an answer. How about that? Okay. Cause they, fine. cause I told you earlier, they watched the entire series in three, four weeks. So no, yeah, hold on. Just follow this real quick. So they went into it not knowing the ending, because I feel like that ending is one of the most famous endings in TV. I don't ever. think they did. Surprising. You know what's funny is, I I feel like that's one of the most famous TV endings that people like bitched about, mm-hmm. but not For necessarily sure. something that people like really spoke about in public. Like they would just talk about how it was lazy it was like it was like lazy booking like was something that i always heard but like nobody ever really talked about what it was at least where where i was at the time which i which i found interesting because people usually like we sit here and we're analyzing wrestling we sit here and we we say why we're bitching about you know Mm -hmm. what we that that was one of the weird ones where it was like people really weren't giving their reasons for why Right. Other than it was just a lazy way out. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have a final call here. Cooter, if you don't have a final topic, then give your plugs and let's get out of here. I have no plugs. I have no social media. I'm just a happy motherfucker. And it's been real uh, working with you guys when, you, when you'd have me on, and I really appreciate it. Even though we always get testy, but, but that's, you know, you need your yin with your yang. And I appreciate that. And thank you personally. Cause like I said, I mean, I'd like to do something with you in the future. Well, maybe I'll try to figure out what other things you like. I mean, we've kind of gone on to some of the stuff that you might like that. I might be able to bring you on for after season one of kingdom hearts happens, there you um, go. but yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, Bill, why don't you, what were your overall Cooter, <laughs> <laughs> What was your overall thoughts on WrestleMania 24? <laughs> I, I gave it two thumbs up. I was I thoroughly, it. you know, there, there's nothing, there's really not a bad match on that, on that card. It was. And you learned something. Yes. About, I, about I learned the, that handicapped kids couldn't stand. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill, why don't you uh, either give a final topic or send us out. Of, oh, not send us out of here, but give us your plugs and whatnot. I, I don't have any more topics. Um, oh, I need one more ring of honor. Oh update. yeah. Ring Sorry. of honor. That's right. Okay, so real quick, uh, Jay Briscoe defeated EC3. Wow, that's surprising. We had a triple threat match. Bandito defeated Flamita and Ray Horace. Matt Taven and Vincent was a taped match. There seemed to be no winner. It was announced that they are going to have a women's title tournament in the summer. Ring of Honor. Do they have any women now? Um, they got like Angelina Love and Mandy Leone. Okay. So, all right. I guess two people can start it. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, Jonathan Gresham retained the pure title, beating Dak Draper. And Tracy Williams and Red Titus won the Ring of Honor tag team titles, beating Kenny King and Bastia Del Ring, who was substituting for Dragon Lee. That's crazy. Red Titus is still around. I remember interviewing him so many years ago. Does he still have the same? Do you, do you know if he still has the same song, which I love? No, he's actually. It's Red Titus. He's actually he's in a new fashion. Red. 
So they don't, yeah, they don't use that song anymore. The thrust is a must. The thrust is a must. Red tight. <laughs> okay, anyway. All right. Um, anyway, so... Yeah, yeah where, just, where are you at, Bill? And you better promote Kingdom Hearts because yeah. Donald, Sora, and Goofy. Uh, follow me on Twitter at House of Bill, Instagram Mr. Billiam eighty five, and don't forget to check out Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts starting this Sunday. It is an absolute blast. As far as I go, I am Jim. You can follow me on That's Podcasting, that's podcasting.com, and that's podcasting on Instagram and Twitter. Very excited about Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. Straight up 13 episodes once a week on Kingdom Hearts 1. Thank you for joining me, and I'm sure I'll see you another time. I'm sure I'll probably appear on Bill's show. I'm sure I might at least follow AEW a bit. Um, and who knows, maybe I'll come up with some weird wrestling idea that brings me back in the fold later on. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. Have a great night, everyone.